Yes, y'all, you know what it is. It's them kids and wives and 925, but we are still married to the games. Episode 362. All up in your face. Mm-hmm. As McCracken would say before we get started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and games. And today is kind of a special episode for me. Mm. Oh, you guys know why? Do, it's a special, do you guys know why it's a special episode? This should be a, a special episode for the podcast and community it, at large. Oh mm. wow! Any it, just anybody want to just take a swing at why? It's uh, five thirty in the morning, baby. Six <laughs> six years exactly. No, mm. uh, I think we're turning seven. By the way, this year. Oh well, good. And, <laughs> good glad, uh, glad I'm keeping up. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Just like but, just like uh, well. We just don't remember birthdays anymore. It, it's not a big deal. Anymore. No, it's not. So, yeah, yeah, and yeah. ages. Like, yeah, I don't remember how old I am half the time either. So I, I got to go to the store and get flowers. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, okay, yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah. Today, officially, mm-hmm. Chris McCracken mm. and Ed Placencia mm. have been with us longer than Hall was with us. Ooh. Oh, I was oh. actually thinking about that earlier this week, I and I thought... That we had hit that mark, but I wasn't sure how close we were. Yes, very so Hall, interesting. Hall, Timothy Hall, the OG, the mm-hmm. one of the co-creators of this podcast. Hallski. 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 Was episode one to episode 180. Mm. And then how we introduced Chris and Ed were Chris came on first, I think. No, mm-hmm. it was Ed. Ed came Ed, on first. Yeah, it was. Shoot, no. Man, I'm all turned around. Chris came on first. <laughs> I think it was. And so no, I think he it was did McCracken. one episode and then wasn't on the next week and Ed came on one episode and then they both came back mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the third episode. And so this episode 362, they've officially been with us longer than Timothy Hall. Oh, that's wow. very cool. Congratulations, that? guys. Isn't that Look crazy? That. that is crazy. So it I got to say from me and Tim, you guys, we couldn't have asked for more perfect guys Absolutely. To take Tim Hall's place and to continue on with Married to the Games as a podcast. And we just thank you guys so, so much for your dedication, your heart for this community, and for freaking being on this show with us for the last 181 episodes. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And I feel, I mean, I was already proud to be a part of the show, but now I feel even a little bit more pep in my step if I were stepping. Oh, look at that. You should, man. Absolutely. I think the, it's awesome. The first step you take after we do this podcast, I just hope I'm going to jump up. Yeah, I'm going to jump up and do a heel click. Yeah. There you go. I just hope Perfect. so much pep in it. That's yeah. great. Oh, my God. Hopefully I don't kick the dog. There's going to be so much pep. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ellie. You don't deserve that, it's, but it's my 181. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is. So thank That's you guys. That's so great. Nice little stat, Gabe. Thank you for that. That's yeah, awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, man. And yeah. you guys are now fired. Gabe and I are back <laughs> to doing this show ourselves. Uh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, 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 <laughs> too soon. <laughs> too soon. Oh, man, Chris. That was good, Chris. Good one. That was a good one. Um, Eduardo. Yes, sir. 
for the uh, 181st time. Mm-hmm. Yes. How you doing, bruv? I'm doing well, thank you. I uh, I had a nice week. It was uh, uh, very similar to last week, but it's not a bad thing, uh, wherein Sarah and I just played a ton of Borderlands. Oh, how does that, that can't sound bad. No, that's no, never not bad. At all. Not at all. I mean, it's just, every night, it's just like, Borderlands? Borderlands? And it's, you know, it's so cool, and we... Uh, we finished all of the DLC for Borderlands 2, and now we're going back and doing all the side missions that we didn't do, which is a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, Let me ask you a question real quick. Yes. Since she doesn't listen. Yes. Has there been any time that you've been like, oh, man, shoot, we play a lot of Borderlands, or has it all been gravy? Last night, I was like, you know what? I might take tonight off, and then... We, we, and then we got a call. We got a call from her grandmother saying, "Hey, can you come over and help me fix my smart TV?" So we did that instead, anyhow. Oh, so, there you go. Uh, what does that mean? Fix it. They wanted the PBS app on their TV. Oh, that's oh. adorable. Oh, so that cute. sounds like an old person. Yeah, yeah I thought you were going to so say. Cute. Then her grandmother called. We were like, "Oh, uh, we're sorry, we're playing something," <laughs> and so we ended up playing Borderlands. That's what we should have done. <laughs> we can't do that. Isn't that hilarious? Exactly. It, it's funny to watch. And we're going to become this. I'm going to fight it, but we're going to become this because it's happened in different ways already. Yeah. Yep. But it's, it's so interesting to see how helping someone in something like that literally feels like the simplest thing ever. It's like you couldn't have, like, figured that out. Mm-hmm. But, like, maybe they couldn't have. Like, they don't right. even know where to look. Yeah. Like, I yep, have no true. idea. As a 37, am I 37? As a 37 year old man, which I still consider young when it comes to the tech game, but it's not as young as like, you know, kids are flying around on all kind of apps I never heard of. But like, even right. the popular ones like Snapchat, I have no idea how mm-hmm. it works. Like, mm-hmm. no yep. idea. I've never installed it. I've never taken a picture nope. in it. Besides when I'm like doing meet and greet and somebody's like, ooh, can you take our picture in Snapchat instead of just a regular camera? Mm-hmm. And then the joke between me and, and, uh, and Justin, who's always there with me, is we start singing um, Lose Yourself by Eminem because <laughs> oh like, you only got nice. one shot. Because I don't know how to I don't know how to erase this picture and take another one if I jack this up. So anytime yeah. they're like, can you take it with Snapchat or with this Polaroid camera? We always go dun 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 Honestly, I don't trust any app where you have to and maybe Snapchat's not this way again. I don't know because I don't use the thing. But if you can't upload from your camera roll, I just don't trust the app. I'm not using it because I don't like that whole like you get the one shot. It's like, no, I want to upload the I once trust. I get the picture the way that I want it. That's yeah. how I feel about it, too. But I'm just saying there's been a couple times where I took a blurry picture and yeah. I freak out because I'm like, I don't know how to like X and get back to the I don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you can you can save your pictures, but it's like. um, But yeah, if it if you don't post it or it gets messed up or something, it'll just get removed on the server. So can you upload from camera roll or uh, we sound like some so? old men right now. But I, know, I know. Right. I think so. I think you can. This was my I don't point. Get, I don't. This I was don't my get, point. I just don't get that app. <laughs> yeah. TikToks. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, will you come over and fix my TV? Stuff. I need the PBS app. Can you come <laughs> yeah, over, please? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to go to channel four. Can you make that happen? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, Ed, you got you got PBS up and running. And were they uh, and did they were they rejoicing? I did not get PBS up and running. You, oh, nice. Oh, what happened? <laughs> Turns out what? they don't have an app. Well, it's it's funny because... It turns out Ed's old, too. I know. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. This is hard to figure out. We need to call a youngster. 
Let me grab my glasses. Let's see. Let's look at this together. <laughs> exactly. Look at well, this together. My... <laughs> <laughs> Let me grab my glasses and let's look at this together. That is funny. I don't know if that's from something, but that's funny. No, man. It's from the dome, baby. It's from the dome. <laughs> that's really it's from real life experience. That's it's from, what it's from. Four, yeah. It's from four hours of sleep is what it's from. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, on our TV and and uh, uh, both of our TVs, if you want to install an app, you go to their little their little the TV app selector and you choose which one you want and you install it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one, I believe, because it's a Samsung TV, when I when you hit install, it's like enter your Samsung account information. Oh, it's like, oh. they definitely ain't got that. She did not have that. Uh, <laughs> so we went to the Samsung.com website. We updated her password and everything, and it still didn't work. So I have oh. no idea why. So Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I hate yeah. that. I hate when I'm I can't figure you. it out. I know, right? There's, so there's I, only been a few times my mom's called me over and been like, hey, I need you to X, Y, Z, and I get there, make the 20-minute drive, and then you're mm-hmm. just like, hmm. Usually you can, you yep. just get to talking yep. to yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. Try to, you, sometimes you got to encourage yourself. Man, usually when you just double click. Right. And <laughs> cut, yep. cut to, why is this not, I don't get, oh. Yeah. Oh, yep. Lord of mercy. <laughs> so that's what we did last night instead of playing Borderlands. And uh, this weekend, the Tapmans came over and we played four, pl- four player co-op borderlands oh my gosh and wow the first started the first one from the beginning oh my so, gosh I don't even why, why the first one uh just because we wanted to go through both of them it's like let's oh, start okay. from the beginning and go all the way through all of them except for the pre-sequel uh and so yeah it's been a kind of like a borderlandsy type week and um it's been fun it's it's been it's been a good time and and just uh you know, they, they uh, Borderlands will tweet out a, a code where, that you can enter and get what's called a golden key, and you can use that key to get really good loot. Um, that lasts for one level. That lasts, uh, yeah, exactly. That you right. can keep for as mm-hmm. long as you want. Um, and so, because Sarah and I hadn't played for so long, I had, when Sarah and I started, we had like 250 of these golden keys. Oh, wow. And I'm telling you, our guns are amazing right now. We haven't <laughs> changed them in forever. That's nice. awesome. And so when I said, oh, let's start from the beginning, Sarah was like, oh, but my gun. I don't want to have to run around with these guys and they're like two power guns. Oh, that's and hilarious. So we're all starting from scratch with these really weak guns and, and it's taken Sarah a bit to get used to not being severely Gotta go back OP. to that pistol all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. That being Rambo. <laughs> right, yeah. right. <laughs> That's but, funny. Uh, that's been fun. I um, uh, this week is the first time I got to try and fell in love with two 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 in the Overwatch c- competitive mode. Ooh. And I uh, after playing it just for the first hour, I was like, I actually might play competitive more. I love this two 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 setup. Yes. And uh, doggone it, if Gabe and I weren't up to like three thirty in the morning, oh playing, man, if we weren't awesome. up till three thirty, you know, you're up late when I was like. I got one more in me, and Ed's like, I, got, I think I have to go to bed. I was like, oh, what? I was oh, like, you, shoot, what time is he's it? He's tapped? <laughs> yeah. He tapped out? Wow. No, I think, Yikes. I think, you know, Ed's a man of the people, so he. I think mm. we ended up tapping out at the same time, but it was it was at the same time. When you tap it out at the same time as Ed, it's late. <laughs> That's right. That's really That's funny. That's right. And, uh, 
Yeah, so Gabe, did you do all your placements that night, Gabe? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, which is 15 games by itself. Yes. And then right. we we kind of got to where I don't know if we've described placements well, but like yeah, how does how does competitive work anyway? Cuz I've never touched uh, it. It it basically um it it's a regular game, um, except it, it does a really good job at matching you with people of the same skill as you. A very good oh, job. nice. And then what it does is it takes how you performed in that game, and it gives you a rating. And um, the placement Ooh. games, it's kind of like the first five games. It's kind of like you play five games. It kind of gets an idea. And then after five, then you get your rating. And then after every game you play after that, your rating goes up or down. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So gotcha. when people say, what's your SR? Basically, they want to know what, what's your rating because they have a good one. Yeah, what you and, about to uh, bring to the table. I know, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but man, I, I, really, I was very hesitant in the beginning. Like, man, they're going to force you to two healers, two damage, two tank. I love it. I feel like I've got a lot more control over. Uh, it's much easier to counter people, which seems weird. It seems like it would be limiting. Um, but it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed it. I don't Ooh, I, that's I, awesome. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, so, I'm flabbergasted still just how much fun I had playing competitive. I've never had that much fun playing it before. Um, do you and, think it's the new mode or that it's competitive? I think well, it's he's the played new mode. competitive. It's, yeah. Yeah. Plenty yeah, of times yeah, before. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, it's definitely the two, two, two that makes a difference. So um, do you think you'll stay in competitive once that comes to quick play or you'll just do it in quick play? I might do both. Probably what I'll do is I'll, I'll probably stay in two, two, two. Um, once it hits quick play, I will probably, um, if I'm, if friends are on, I'll play with them. If not, I'll hop into competitive without any hesitation. Um, just because it's, it's that's great, such a blast. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Uh, played with the new character, not with, but alongside the new character, Sigma still. People are still figuring him out a little bit. Yeah, except that one guy. Except that one guy. There's <laughs> always just, that one guy. Just like I said, when people learn him, he's going to be tough. That and guy someone was learned him. Whoop, whooped our tails. Boy. Gracious. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was crazy, but man, it was a lot of fun. I had such a good time. I, it was almost like falling in love with a game that I had already, I was already in love with anyhow. Uh, yes. So it was, it was a lot of fun. And it was like, for me, and I think I put it on Twitter, but I was like, it felt like going back home. Mm. Like, I, I, I don't, yep. like, because Ed, you know, kind of walked me through that whole thing, and you know, I hadn't played Overwatch in so long, and so I was like, doggone it if this game just ain't so good anyway like mm-hmm. forget the new the new mode like the game is just good yeah yeah and so uh it was really fun to play with you ed so i'm thanks for putting yeah, up man, with your no, boy thank you it was a great time mm-hmm. uh still playing mlb the show still loving it oh still nice hooked on it uh i play it every night to wind down so sarah and i will play borderlands and then she'll go watch an episode of her show and i'll play some, a couple games of, of mlb and uh, still really enjoying it, having a good time. I, I've been bumped up to the triple A from the double A's. Yeah, so you're I'm doing the story. my way to the Cubs. So, uh, yeah. Have you make, left the Rangers alone now? Can you, <laughs> can you just leave them alone? I, yes, I have just because we're not in the, the majors yet. But when I get to the majors, Cabrera better watch out. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, 
<laughs> right. <laughs> right in the side of the head. <laughs> right inside the head. You're not a pitcher After, though, right? So you know. No, I'm a second baseman now. So I. Uh, uh, huh. You have to Frankie, hit, hit him in a different way. <laughs> yes. Well, and Frankie in the community said, "Hey, can you when you're trying to throw them out at first, can you throw the ball at them instead?" And I was like, "Well, let's find out." And you cannot. You just if you try to, it just is a really bad throw to the first baseman and. Uh, the the manager yells at you afterwards, but um, yeah, it was it was a good time. And then I tried a new game called Erica. I can't um, believe you did it. It's awesome. Yeah, wow. Well, th- there was an announcement uh, at Gamescom about this n- new FMV full motion video mystery thriller game. And hmm. in the past, I've had a very fun, laughable mystery science theater. It's so bad, it's fun type of experience with these games. Mm-hmm. And uh, Barnabé and Lem both sent me messages saying, "Oh, play this game. You should you should try this game out." Oh boy! So uh, they owe me <laughs> five bucks each. It's a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's well what's done. funny too, Ed. Um, somebody in your stream was saying that they didn't even know FMV games existed. And yeah, I'm from the old school, and so in the '90s, FMV was kind of all the rage. Like it, it had like its. I don't know if it's its heyday, but that's when it feels like it started and a bunch of games mm. came out that were FMV uh, yeah. or had a lot of FMV elements, you know, going all the way back to like Sewer Shark and Double oh, wow. uh, uh, Night Trap and, you know, all those games that were all FMV. Mm. I think there was one called like Star Wing Commander or something like that. And so uh, <clears throat> they're never good. Um, and and, and <laughs> really? so, yeah, what's because what's interesting about them is there's compared to video games there's only yep. so much you can do in an fmv because you can't have just these real actors act out every scenario you know right, like you can right. in, in a video game and so i feel like fmvs have always struggled to be critically acclaimed yes you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah. because whether it's the acting or just the lack of feeling like you're actually controlling anything more than just watching a movie and yep. making some decisions along the way there's no like was there any like was there even anything that was twitchy about it? Like, it felt like everything was just slow moving. I wasn't in the chat, but I kept it up in the background as I was editing a bunch of audio. And so it felt like nothing was like, oh, you got to do this real quick. You know what I mean? There are some times where you're given like a bunch of choices, kind of like a telltale thing. The choices mm. are in different places in the screen and you have to choose one. And sometimes the timer they give you is not long at all. But that's mm. really the closest it comes to having anything that was twitchy. Yep. Um. When the game started up, it said it was from Sony and from London Studios, which is that's who made Blood and Truth, my favorite VR game ever. Yes, Um, the best best VR game of all time. Exactly. So I had high hopes going in just because I I stayed blind to it. I didn't watch a trailer. I just kind of went in knowing nothing. And so that made me think, okay, this might be a little bit better. Uh, The production value and the acting was really, really good. Um, It looked really good. Uh, The controls... They want you to play on your phone, um, yeah. and you can control it with your phone. Uh, but they only have an app for iOS, not for Android. Stupid. So Stupid. if you why play would you on, do that? I I don't know. It was so yeah, that makes no sense. Really bizarre. So if you don't have an Android, you have to play on the touchpad on your PlayStation controller, and that's the only controller you use is the touchpad. Yep, and it is glitchy as all get out um and not just it's just really hard to control they don't really explain to you all the time how to control it um i would have to click on things three or four times before it would register 
Um, and, and, uh, or if I would just kind of accidentally brush my thumb against it, it would think I chose something else. And, and so I wish they would have just let you control the cursor with the thumbsticks and Mm -hmm. choose with X or something. That would have been a lot better. It would have, I think it would have made my enjoyment of the game all the more. Mm. Um, maybe not because the story is, it's like they took a, they said everyone uh, they went to a college class of, of screenwriting and said, everyone write a three minute scene about anything you want. Hmm. And then they took all those scenes and said, here's the script because <laughs> oh, I had no idea what was going on at any time. It was really weird. It was, it was probably more like a, a, a Terrence Malick film than it was any kind of a linear narrative. I, 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 it was really hard for me to follow. So here's um, what's weird about that, Ed. Sorry, yeah. I keep cutting in on you, but you keep talking no. about things I want to discuss, but um, Erica, if you guys remember, was announced two years ago as a PlayLink game. Oh, that's right. Do you guys yes. remember that? Yep. And so yep. um, at first it was supposed to be a collective group effort when it came to selecting things and trying to figure out what we're going to do. And I wonder if that switch from that to being now a standard one person like, I wonder if something got lost in translation there because it was only two years ago that they were like, hey, Erica, an interactive thriller for, uh, you know, Sony's PlayLink. And then like, mm. then there's like the PlayLink thing kind of went away and they were like, I mean, it's a one player. What did we say before? Well, I mean, we meant one player. Right. So I just right. wonder, you know, in the touchpad, I wonder if that's why it's not used more. I wonder if yeah. it's not a great tool on the, on the, on the DS4. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, it was. I, I I had high hopes when I first saw the the when it started and it looked really good and the acting seemed good. I had high hopes that uh, this might not be that bad, but it was it wasn't that it was a usually it's a very laughable cheesy bad. And this time I just the controls and the the storyline it just made it hard to get into. Um, so that's that was Erica. Thanks for the uh, recommendations, <laughs> Lem and Barnabé. Uh, <laughs> following Erica in Warframe, Lem's batting 0 for 2 in his recommendations. <laughs> oh, 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 so, <laughs> so stop it. <laughs> 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 Shoot. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a good week. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs anyhow, and uh, yeah, good week. You good gotta week just here. wait till Lim says that he doesn't like a game. And you'll be like, ooh, I might give that a try. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's nothing to photograph in this game. Hey, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might be the one for me. Yeah, it's a There's place the one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Tim. Yes. What's going down with you that day? Hey, I'm tired. Yeah, you sound tired. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of work happening right now, so uh, some some late nights. Uh, man, nice. it's been it's been a <laughs> golly, <laughs> jeez, again. Oh man, uh, you already you already had your weekend. You had your weekend. <laughs> oh, Let's that's go. Funny. Let's go. Oh, that was good. Uh, that was good. Um, I mean, you're setting yeah. them up. I'm just hitting them. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. That's true. That is funny. I'm trying to think how to work work that into my update. <laughs> anyway, yeah, right. <laughs> just so lost another it, one. Give it some more to Chris. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's funny. So we are uh, basically in the swing of things now. Uh, this past week has been kind of 
kind of boring, really. Just school for Piper, cheer, soccer. Oh, we did have our first game this Saturday at 1.30 in the afternoon oh! in 95 degree weather, which was mm. so much fun. And I'll uh, I'll I'll just leave it at that because uh, it was a we drove oof, past a... we drove past the 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 soccer fields the other day. <laughs> oh, no. Yep, and uh, you know there's a bunch of kids out there. And Jenny was, was just like, vultures all around. Yeah, Jenny was like, I don't understand why anybody would be out there. I was like, I know. And I was thinking about you guys. Too. I was like, why? This yep. it's 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 unhealthily hot outside. Yeah. Mm. And everyone's faces was beat red, including mine. We were all sweating. I thought oh, wow. and and our coach thought for sure that they would cancel them, but they did not. Like they probably would have done the morning ones like from nine to like eleven or so. But we were 1.30 in the afternoon. So it's like Oh gosh. Wow. <laughs> and uh, you know and so it was uh it, it was it was brutally hot and uh we have Body. a lot of we had a lot of work to do granted we've only had one practice before this game mm-hmm. but um but it is nice to see all the the families and the kids again so we're, we're we're back in it man we're we're gonna get this thing moving um yeah it's just been stupid hot and humid so i'm just trying to stay inside as much as possible um on the gaming front uh you know i i had said that i had fired up borderlands 2 and uh Man, I just have been doing so much Overwatch, it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and Borderlands 2 is just so by the wayside right now. So <laughs> Yeah. I uh but you know, I'm I'm really it was kind of funny when you overwatch at five o'clock in the morning and you want to get your loot boxes, so you're trying like three V three or six V C six V six eliminations, you're like, it's taking a little bit longer than than usual because not everybody's up and around. So mm-hmm. I've been actually just going through the hero gallery and looking at uh, each hero and and just hmm. kind of oh I've never played Baptiste before let's see what he does and so it's been fun oh, nice. just kind of getting like again thanks to Lem the mystery heroes although we did have a couple sessions the other evening with Lem and got destroyed and I just basically sat there with the controller like all right let me just run in here and die so I can get a different hero <laughs> but <laughs> but it is it's good to like to learn a lot of the the different heroes and and I'm really enjoying it so it's it's a whole lot of fun good man um, and uh yeah and clash royale <laughs> seriously that's pretty much it for me it's been it's just been work school cheer piper soccer go and that's that's been my week so far hmm. there you have it yep nice well, and easy chris <laughs> i've been doing so much stuff over here <laughs> nice it's insane yeah uh so I still don't have a job. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> My gosh, what the heck? I, uh, That's okay. I have Nobody been is doing, surprised by that. <laughs> I have been doing a lot of things, but it yeah. just feels like a lot of things that you just have to do kind of thing. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel like I'm making progress so much. Um, so just keeping on, keeping on with the train. There's a lot, there's, so there's this, um, I, I don't even know what you would call it necessarily, but there's this company that I got set up with that, you know, helps people that are recently out of work, you know, learn how to set up your resume or the correct way and connect you with other people and blah, 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 Mm -hmm. blah, and that kind of stuff. So there's different courses and things you have to go through on that. And I've been doing those. And and in amongst that, I've been reconnecting with a bunch of people, like people that we used to hire people that we, I just, other people I know in my industry, just reconnecting. If it's people I hadn't chatted with in a while and just doing all that kinds of stuff. There you go. Um, so all this groundworky kind of things you need to go be- or start doing before you start really like going out and, and mm-hmm. searching for things. 
Um, I will say there's been a lot of people that have sent me a lot of great messages on several different platforms. Um, some people have DM'd me on, on some of them uh, and gotten a little more specific on certain things. Um, all the outreach has been great. I really appreciate everybody's kind words and thoughts and prayers and anything that you're sending along my way. Some other people have offered some slightly more specific help. Um, I've not really had had a ton of time to respond to everybody. Um, so I plan to reach back out to everybody if I haven't reached out to you, especially if you've DM'd me on you know whatever platform it is. I will be reaching mm. back out. Um, I appreciate all the the kindness and 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 the everything that's being sent my way. Um, but we'll just continue on seeing how things are going to go. I, I really don't know how these updates are going to go over the coming weeks because I don't know how things are going to change yeah. Um, yeah. or if they're going to change at all. Um, I, I will kind of do my best to keep you guys updated, but I'm not going to continue to be like, oh, well, you know. So my weekend updates might be a little bit short, but if anything changes or if there's any positive growth in any way at all, I'll make sure that everybody kind of learns awesome. and, and everything like that. So yeah. for the moment... Continuing on as it was, getting more foundational pieces set, and then hopefully I can use that as a springboard to launch off into whatever the future holds, and we will yeah. see what that is going to be. So, That's great. even though I've not been doing a ton of stuff, or it's been like a lot of in the minutia stuff, what that means is because I've been focusing on that, I haven't really done a ton of gaming. I have jumped into a little bit of Apex. I haven't jumped in since the Sigma and 222, at least in competitive launch, except the one time, and it's kind of killing me because I want to... I don't know so much about the whole 222 thing because it's only part of competitive and I really just have no desire to play competitive. So right. I don't know that I'm really going to get to dabble with that too much. Um, but I really want to jump back in and, and kind of see if people have started figuring out Sigma or see if I can figure out how to use Sigma. And I've just not really had the opportunity to do that. Um, so hopefully that's going to be soon. I have jumped... When I have been playing games, it's been jumping into Apex mainly because I know that the solos thing is a, a limit, at least in theory right now, a limited time thing. And I wanted to get my head wrapped around solos and see if it make a decision about whether it's something that I like or I don't like. Mm. And I've fallen on the line that I, I understand it now. I understand not just the appeal. I kind of always understood that. But I, I always had the fear that like there's really not going to be very many legends that are very viable in there. It's going to be just the same couple of characters, I guess, running mm. around in there. And I guess I'm wrong on that because when I go in there and, you know, the game, the way that Apex works is whenever you start the the match, it'll show who is the champion from the previous match and who's right. and going into this one, who is the current champion that, you know, in theory, you should be looking for and you get extra points if you take them down and blah, blah, blah. I have seen all kinds of different characters be yeah. dubbed the champion. That's right. So... It must be that most of the characters are way more viable than I give them credit for. What I will say is that for my own play style and my own experience, I really don't think that there's anybody that makes any more sense to use than Mirage. I think he's the best character mm. to use. And in fact, he's the one that I've gotten mo all of my wins with. I've gotten about five now. Um, I just, I, and I did play with uh, the one other character that I thought could be pretty good for solos. And I have seen her pop up on the, the champion a lot of times is uh, Bangalore. And I've gotten second place with her, but even even then with her 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 smoke bombs that she can throw and her ways to kind of escape and hide herself, I just it just makes so much more sense to me to use Mirage because there's been on almost every one of my wins, it comes down to, you know, you and one other person and mm -hmm. I'll go right around something. I'll throw out a bamboozle. They'll start shooting that person. I come around the corner and then I get the jump on them and then I win. 
because it, it, it's just so easy to to fool them with that little that it, and then you had the his ultimate is you basically go invisible you throw out a bunch of decoys like six of them and then you can run away and then heal up and they can't see where you're running yeah. or where you are i mean there's a few things that they if they're really paying attention like you can see the dirt kicking up and like oh there he is but it's very easy to miss so mm. i think mirage is the best character to play as in solos I've had a lot of other people tell me that they like to play this character, that character. And that's awesome that it's it's way more viable with each of the different legends than I anticipated it was going to be. So that's I feel like that's, oh, that's really good. cool. And I think, too, Chris, uh, a reason that is and one mm -hmm. of the things I love about Apex is that no matter and, and I don't think I'm wrong about this, but no matter who you play, mm -hmm. the guns all feel the same. And so yes. if you're just oh, a really nice. good shot, period. Mm -hmm. you can play as anybody now yeah. it, it definitely what chris is saying is true if you're somebody who relies heavily on the abilities mm -hmm. then yes there's there's certain that that are better than others but i've been watching so much apex on twitch lately and some yeah. of these guys that i'm watching aren't even using some of the abilities they're just such yeah. a good shot that they mm -hmm. get the guns that they like and they're pushing hard and they're just mm. and they're just mowing down people and i'm like they didn't wow. even use the you know like lifeline or you know some of these other people whose abilities are passive or do healing something like that where you have to kind of be by yourself to use it yeah some of these jokers man because the and that's what i love about apex is like no matter who you play as the gun the 301 is going to feel exactly like the 301 it's not like because you're a small character or a big character it feels mm -hmm. different and so it, that's it, cool. it, it lends to what Chris is saying about seeing a bunch of different champions instead of, you know, maybe the same three. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. From just that standpoint, uh, even the ones whose ultimates, let's say, are I don't feel like are super handy. Maybe their L1 ability is handy or vice versa. Like, for instance, I, I don't really think that Wraith's portal, which is her ultimate, she puts this portal down and for a certain amount of time and then in the squads game, you can use that. You can portal up to an area, engage in a fight, and then if you start getting overtaken or getting defeated, you can go back in the portal and it can throw you back away. Or you can portal in your teammates into an area. But when you're playing as a solo, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yes. But Wraith is still a very nimble character, has a relatively small hitbox compared to some of the other ones. I know they've done some tweaking, but I think hers is still the smallest hitbox. And her L1 ability is really helpful in solos. Escape. So mm -hmm. there's, whereas like a character like Mirage, I feel like both of his abilities are easily usable. That's right. The same with Bangalore. I think both of her abilities are easily usable. Possibly like Gibraltar, his his bubbles a little, can be a little bit useless, especially if a few people are coming in on you, but his ultimate's definitely usable. So everybody's got something that's good for them. That I just really like about Mirage is that I feel like both of them are absolutely viable. And I use mm -hmm. them to great uh, success numerous times. But I mean, clearly it's something that I was wrong on. And I think it's awesome that there's so many people that can do well with these other characters. Because like Gabe said, at the end of the day, it comes down to your shot and how you, well you handle the weapons. And that really doesn't change for any character. Yeah. Um, so I do, mm. I do feel like now that I've tried it, a hand, you know, a bunch of times. And I think it's something that after this event's done, either start of season three or something, it'll probably come back and be like a mainstay thing. I don't, I don't see how they could take away, uh, solos and not bring it back because i feel like it's been very very popular uh -huh. so all, all the anecdotal evidence i've had says that a lot of people really like it and i think this is proof enough they need to be like okay we're gonna continue on with this in some form or fashion yeah mm -hmm. that's so right i think mm -hmm. it'll stick around um outside of that I, that's really the only game i've been playing other than uh, dabbling a little bit maybe here and there I, i've booted up hearthstone a few times on my phone but i've never 
played more than like checked my quest and maybe played one match. It's been very, very little. Um, and then just been, you know, pushing on, trying to figure out all this job stuff. That's about it, though. Mm-hmm. There me. you go. Nice. Mr. Patillo? Yeah. How's that honeydew list? You mm. know, we're at a pause, which is nice. Ooh, we good. Um, are pause doing is good. Our, uh, doing the guest room, like we mentioned, especially for our, our moms as we're coming up on a trip to New York and they're going to be staying here overnight. And we didn't feel like putting them on an air mattress on multiple nights. Oh, that'd be nice. And so uh, we got... How the, thoughtful. Exactly. We got that room painted. We got all the outlets changed out. Because, you know, my house was built in the 90s. And so every outlet in the whole house was like that cream, mm-hmm. yellow, yeah. awful color. And yeah. so, you know, as we've been painting the rooms and everything, we've changed out every outlet in the house. So I think our master bedroom is the last one that's got old outlets. But so, you know, doing that and getting the plates on and you know painting and and all that we got all that done so now we're kind of just like waiting on the bed to arrive and jenny found a really good deal on it on a frame or whatever we're doing like a platform bed type thing just so we didn't have to buy box springs and everything and mm-hmm. uh so that's been uh good i'm in the, <laughs> i've been telling ed <laughs> i'm in the middle of doing an audio book right now um yeah Ooh. for audible <laughs> and listen I love doing voiceover. Like it has been so (laughs) fulfilling. I love that like me and Ed started at the same time and just like knowing Ed is doing it and taking classes and flying all the way out to freaking Sausalito and making me jealous. Like I just love that like I can, I have Ed to talk to about it. And I think I told Ed this last time I did an audio book, I was like, no (laughs) more audio books. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And then I auditioned for this one, and I go inside, and I was like, "Babe, I auditioned for one. I, I, I'm hoping I don't get it." And she was like, "Really?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." And then, sure enough, the next day they're like, "Hey, you got this job." I was like, "Oh shoot!" You're like, "Dang it!" <laughs> oh man! I just can't read for some strange reason. <laughs> 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 like, I think I can read. I can read in my head, but like, mm-hmm. it's so different when you're. And and this one has to do with success and it feels like it's supposed to be like up a bit. And so mm-hmm. you perform it different than if you were just to like just read something. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? And so, you know, if I were to just sit there and be like the average baseball stadium holds about 50,000 people enough to fill a dance floor the size of a New York City block or float down a river 53 miles long. Like you can't read it like that. You have to perform it. And so. What's weird is that, like, I just find myself almost reading every line twice because I don't know what line mm. is coming. I don't. And then some books are the way people write things. They don't put commas where I feel like commas should be. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you're kind of inserting these v- v- vocal commas without mm-hmm. them actually being there. And so and then you're like, you know, and then you might see, oh, this is where they were going. And then you have to go back and redo it. It just takes so much time. And uh Yeah. And so I'm struggling through that this week. Hopefully I'll be done with it by Friday. It's not even a big book. It's like 105 pages long or something like that. Oh, but at least that's Still, good. That's a lot to read, though. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, when you can't read, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so that's been like a struggle every day. I'm about halfway through. I'm probably like 40-ish pages in and... Mm. And so just trying to kind of take it slow. And at first they were like, hey, we need it by the 13th of October. And I was like, oh, no, 13th of September. I was like, sweet. And then they were like, oh, we need it by the end of this month. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, come on. Yeah. (laughs) 
Trust me. Good Lord. Trust me. Like, give yourself a break yeah. there. Oh, we need it tomorrow. Yeah, Sorry. Exactly. So uh, I'm uh, put, putting my way through that. I feel like I'm working with, you, you ever do something, I, we probably have all felt like this, when you're doing something and you feel like you are using your full strength. You're like, this is right up my alley. I'm mm-hmm. using all my muscles. I feel like I'm just using like my pinky muscle. And so it's like, oh, wow. hey, lift up, flex this, it, buddy. Yeah, flex lift it. up this five pound weight with your pinky. I'm like, mm. if I could use my whole hand, though, I'd like be able to lift it up real easy. They're like, nah, you can just use your pinky. Yeah. And so <laughs> you know, it's fine and it'll get done, but it's just long and it's just like, yeah. mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. each session is like a couple hours where I feel like it just shouldn't be that long. So, mm. um, going through that this week has been a little like deflating, only because like the shed has become a little bit of an oasis mm-hmm. in the sense of like, um, you know, I can come out here and kind of escape the noise and audition and, and do jobs that are fun and things like that. But then when it's something like this, you kind of go back inside, you're exhausted. And so you're yeah. e- exhausted from, Oh, hi everyone. Oh yeah. Here, come here. Hi, you're awake. Yeah. All right. It's six thirteen. Oh, I'm awake. I know. I'm awake. All right. I, 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 no, no, no. Put that down. All right. You guys go back inside. I'll come. I'll come get you guys in a little bit. Okay. Bye, buddy. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> you can't hear me, but bye. So cute. See you guys. Wanted to say hi. All right. Love you bye, guys. Bye. So, oh, Sadie, you're staying. All right. So oh, anyway, Ellie's in my lap. She's here so too. Oasis, huh? <laughs> sounds like your oasis got invaded exactly right Um, that's great it's funny because it is really sweet they love coming out here and so my little daddy shed daddy shed and i'm like yeah come on buddy um i don't have to walk in the grass to get there that's right i think that's a big reason why they they come out here because they don't have to trudge through the wet mud Mm -hmm. anyway so it's just been um you know, just a little bit of a longer week because of that. Uh, we go out to Fargo, North Dakota this weekend. Excellent. And uh, so I'll be looking up game places while I'm up there to, to mm-hmm. see what's crack-a-lacking. And, um, yeah, Apex, Overwatch, Clash Royale. I'm kind of wanting to get into a story and play something um, just to kind of, like, lose myself a little bit. I know I just did mm. Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. but I think I'm just, re- I'm re- in my old age, as I'm mm-hmm. uh, learning about myself, I'm not appreciating six and a half games anymore on a scale of mm. 10. Okay. Where I used to be able to enjoy from about six to 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If the story's not really good these days, I'm like, ah, I, I don't want to do this. And I, mm-hmm. I hate that, but I've, I've found that like, if I'm playing, like I'm playing Octopath Traveler, like mm. it's fine, but it's not like getting me. And so if yeah. something's not getting me, I've noticed lately about myself that I'm mm. just really, am not enjoying it. And that mm. yeah. sucks. Uh, Cause I want to be able to enjoy a wide range of video games, but uh, you know, we got a lot of promise around the corner. We got the mm-hmm. call of duty, uh, alpha that'll be open to everyone this weekend and so i'll try to oh is that this weekend yeah that's right even though i'll be gone i'm gonna try to like sometime on each side of the weekend yeah try to get in there and 
and see this is and they're the only it's only multiplayer and it's 2v2 which is mm-hmm. interesting uh so we'll see how that goes this weekend but uh yeah man so just trudging along over here trudging along nice man love it uh router yes you got it yes <laughs> <laughs> well let's do All right, we got some new releases for this week. We have Metro Exodus, the Two Colonels DLC what? for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. We have Rad, or R-A-D, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Remnant from the Ashes for the PC, PS4, Xbox One. Ooh. Life is Strange 2, Episode 4, Faith for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oninaki for the PC, PS4, and Switch. Puyo Puyo for the Switch. And Space Harrier for the Switch. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have MPD for July. Oh, yeah. Which is there awesome. Um, consumers in the United States spent less on hardware in July, but releases pushed up the software sales. Nice. So huh. we are at $762 million, which is slightly higher than a year ago. So that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, top 10 games for July. Number 10, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Whoa. Creeping back wow. up. Hmm. Yeah, this is a weird one this week. It's it's interesting. Number nine, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Jeez. Number, wow, look at that. Number eight, Mortal Kombat 11. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Yeah. Number six, Grand Theft Auto the Fifth. Yeah. Number five, yeah, Minecraft. Like the fifth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it makes it sound more regal than it actually yeah, is, yeah, I'm sure. Exactly. Uh, number five is <clears throat> Minecraft. Really? Hmm. Number four, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number three, Super Mario Maker 2. Wow. The second. Super Mario Maker the second. Yeah. Uh, number two is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Wow. And number one, of course, Madden NFL 20. Mm-hmm. This, is oh, the, this is the 20th consecutive year that a Madden NFL franchise has been the best-selling title of its release month. Madden NFL 20 immediately becomes the eighth best-selling game of 2019. And Madden Football Football remains the best-selling sports property in U.S. history. Hmm. Fire Emblem Three Houses represents the largest launch of a Fire Emblem game in U.S. history, with launch month sales tripling those of the previous bestseller, which was Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of Valencia. Hmm. And here's here's the fun fact for you. Six of the top ten best selling video games of July are Nintendo, Nintendo platform games. exclusives. Yeah. Yep. Way to go, Nintendo, crushing it as they go. Yeah. Unbelievable. So wait, when so, did Madden come out? It comes out uh, in August. Or I thought it came out in August. Me I guess too. it didn't. Because this is for July, correct? Well, this would be yeah, this would be for July. So it had to have come out. Huh. I thought it came out on they, the second. Now here's the thing: they normally do come out in August, but this was pushed back a month to do, uh, push for uh, up a month. So it it did come out in July. I do not remember the date though. If somebody wants to look it up, hmm. weird. But that's insane. That Unless they're talking about pre-orders. Yeah, because on Amazon yeah. it says August second. Yeah, on the release date. Yeah, on everything I'm seeing, it was August second. I didn't think it was July either, but like that must just be the pre-sales. But do pre-orders count towards sales? 
typically. I guess if they're sales. Like, like you, I just you wasn't sure if it wasn't counted until the sale actually went through. Cause you know, with most, at least physical pre-orders, you could cancel at any time kind of thing. So I wasn't yeah. sure. But like with your death stranding pre-order, did you already uh-huh. pay for it? Yeah. Well I did, but I didn't have to, like, I think I did it at Best Buy. If I remember you can only put down, you know, yeah, so you much don't have percentage, to put it the full at the time when I did it, I was like, I got it. I, I tend to pay off my pre-orders if I do one. Heck yeah. So, which, you know, I'm glad that I did. Yes. <laughs> I, w- I did it back when I had money. <laughs> I remember seeing for new releases, it was Madden NFL 20. Cause I'm like, wow, that seems super early. Yeah. It must've been like a, f- uh, this like three weeks a pre-order ago. thing, I guess. That is weird. Yeah. I don't know, but good on you. I mean, that's in the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're making a fourth of those. Yeah. Were you saying that it's typical in July that Nintendo uh, exclusives sell well, or just this month in particular it did really well with the exclusives? This month, six of the top ten best-selling video I games bet a were big Nintendo. portion of that, I mean, not that Nintendo doesn't sell well, you know, at various times anyways, but I bet a big part of that is because we also have the light switch now and the new switch that some people, a bunch of people are probably just now jumping in. Is the light switch out? It, I thought it was. Is oh, it wow. Not? I, was I it out in July? No, the new switch was out. It wasn't? Yeah, it wasn't out last month. Okay. The light switch wasn't oh, out yeah, last Yeah, you know, month. now that I think about it, I guess I'm getting all confused because it, it's a month behind and I'm confusing myself. It Maybe was announced right. last month. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I retract my statement. And then the new switch came out this month. And mm-hmm. so, uh, and I, I think to the average person, they have no idea a new switch came out. Yeah. As far as the better battery life one. I think Nintendo will yeah. obviously do the push on television when the light switch comes out in September. Um, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. think anybody would know the difference of the first one because they look identical. Number right. one. Uh, yeah, that's really interesting about that Madden thing. I wonder what that means. Hmm. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't get it either. But yeah, back to you, gentlemen. Christopher. Yes. Yeah, so um, we talk a lot about Apex Legends here. Yeah, we I do. play it a lot, and Gabe mm-hmm. plays it a lot, and a lot of our community plays it a lot. Um, <clears throat> Apex did not have that great of a week last week, at least from a PR standpoint. <laughs> yeah, oh boy, I, they sure didn't. And I'm so I'm so glad that we're talking about it because I'm so confused as to why how things went so badly so quickly. Well, so here's one of the things I, I've I think I've said before on the show, but I, we were talking earlier about like oh not understanding you know Snapchat and all this and how we're old and everything. One of the other things that I've never quite taken to and fully understood is Reddit. But yeah. mm-hmm. everybody these days uses Reddit and almost every game, like their community and their where their community communicates with developers and back and forth is happens on Reddit for a lot of games. Yep. One yeah. of those games is Apex Legends. That's where they tend to put their patch notes and 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 you know, comment with with people that are asking questions after they do them and all that kinds of stuff. So um they basically put out this event that's part of season three, which is called the Iron Crown. Uh, and they have a bunch of um cosmetics tied to it. And you can get special loot boxes that are only part of this event. And that's how you get all. And they have a lot of really cool stuff, plus a brand new heirloom, which is a really rare item to get. Um, And they basically put it all behind a paywall, which they had said previously that they were going to make sure that they filtered things into the store so that some of the things could be done to where you could just purchase them outright rather than have to rely on purchasing these random loot boxes in order to get what it is you're looking for. Uh Yeah. Well, when the Iron Crown event started... That's not how it was, even though they had said, moving forward, this is how we're going to do things. So people complained on on uh, Reddit. As they do. And other various mm-hmm. platforms. And so they came out and they're like, hey, you know what? You're right. 
we had promised that we're going to give you guys other ways to do this stuff. And well, we, hold on a second, you know, Chris, because yeah. not only was it that they put it behind a paywall, but it was a really expensive paywall at that. Right. Yeah. Well, yes, but even, even when it goes in, even when it goes inside the store, the stuff's still expensive. So, mm -hmm. I mean, expensive mm -hmm. is expensive to me. I, I don't. It, yes. If you wanted to go through the buying the loot box thing and, and doing it that way, you were going to have to spend even more money. Yeah. But if you're still a person who wants to get all, let's say you want to get like 70 percent of the stuff and you just wait till it pops in the store, you're still spending a crap ton of money. So, <laughs> yes, I yes. mean, either way, it, yes, it's going to be expensive. I just wonder but, if it would have been like five dollars if people would have reacted in the same way. No, they probably wondering. wouldn't have. But again, yeah. to that to the point I made a minute ago, like. None of the stuff, even when the stuff is in the store and even when it's discounted, it's still expensive. So right. I, the, what I think is that the store aspect is positive in the sense that like if an event like this came out, like I looked through all the things and sure, there was a handful of things that I thought were cool. But there was like there's this one Lifeline skin in particular that I think is really good, considering that I don't really like any of the Lifeline skins in the game. Uh -huh. I was like, wow, that one's really cool. When that one comes up in the store, you know, if I were one that was wanting to spend money, like I would buy just that and that way I could be satisfied. Yep. If I were one of these people that's like, oh my gosh, all these things are so cool. I have to have them all. I'm spending a lot of money one way or the other. So to me, because the game's always been expensive and it's even when you buy them outright a la carte, yes. it, it didn't make a difference to me. You're going to spend a lot of money whichever way you look at it. Gotcha. But to that point, people had reason to to kind of be upset because they're like, hey, you said you weren't going to do this, and here you are doing it again. <laughs> right. Right. So they basically, they went on there and they apologized for it, which, you know, as they should do. But that starts all the people getting up, like saying, you know, whatever, you were planning to do this and thought we wouldn't call you out on it, and instead we did call you out on it. So because people are complaining and starting to call names to the developers and all these kinds of things, that... Which always happens. Yes. Always happens. But some of the developers <laughs> from Respawn I love this. started pushing back just a little bit. Yeah, they Ooh. did. And pushing back, you know, to some extent is fine. Like calling people out for crossing a line per se is is probably okay. You know, at least just saying like you shouldn't be tr treating us that way. Blah 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 blah. But they kind of took it a little bit further oh, and boy. started calling people names. Some names that I'm not going to repeat on this on this oh, please. Uh, show. <laughs> oh, please. Mentioning about like constantly calling a bunch of the a bunch of the commenters toxic. They, I feel like they made a good point to not say that this is applying to everybody in our community, but they were calling right. out specific people that were being certain ways. However, as it is as well with the internet, you know, a lot of things get taken out of context. And some of these comments, while on the face value are not that great, when you look at them in the context of the conversation, you could at least see how like, well, that's you can see how that's justified considering how they're being treated. Regardless, they're still not the types of things that a developer should be saying to, right, right, you know, right. someone in their community, so to speak. That's, you know, quote unquote, professionalism, people, everything. professionalism, yeah. so much so that it, it, it ended up we ended up getting a statement from Vince Zampella, who is the CEO of Respawn Entertainment. I'm just going to read his his uh, oh, please his do. quote um, verbatim. It says, on Friday, we gave Apex fans an update on how we were changing the Iron Crown event. Some of the team then joined a discussion with our community on Reddit and things got pretty and got to a pretty bad place. Some of our folks crossed the line with their comments, and that's not how we want Respawn to be represented. I apologize to any of our fans that were offended. I will always stand behind our team here at Respawn and support them on speaking out against some of the toxic and nasty comments being directed at them, including everything from death threats to comments aimed at their family and loved ones. But we shouldn't contribute when we do comment and uh, and add to the very thing that we want to prevent. 
We need to lead by example. Last week, we didn't do that. And going forward, we will be better. Having an open, healthy relationship with our community is incredibly important to all of us here at Respawn. So, as someone like me, who is a huge fan of this game and thinks that it's... I really love this game. I think it's easily the best Battle Royale on the market currently. Uh, and all the struggles that it has had, it's gone th in its short life cycle... It's had so many super big highs and super low lows. Mm -hmm. And that I just, I just want all this to go away. It's like, I, mm. now I do think yeah. most people that are not plugged into all this stuff, super hypercritically like we are probably don't even know this stuff was happening on, on Reddit. Right. But for someone who really wants this game to thrive and continue to do well and continue to get better and continue to stick around because I really enjoy it. All this kind of stuff is just like, ah, oh, come on. It just beats me down because it's like you're ruining a really good thing here. You yeah. really could, and this day and age, like the, not the, it's not small in terms of like it's, it's offense, but small, like one thing can just bring a game crashing down and end it, you know? And it's like, I don't know that this is going to do that. I feel like maybe they did a pretty good job at stemming the tide. And, and I think a lot of people really respect Vince Ampella and he's got a really good reputation. So hopefully his words and everything get taken to heart and he's able, I'm sure people at Respawn are like shaking in their boots right now because they're like, we, we ticked off Vince, <laughs> you know, we really are screwing this up. Mm. But it's just like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see a nice long stint of just the positive talk about Apex and rather than this week, it's really great stuff about Apex and then this week, it's really bad stuff about Apex. It's like, yeah. I just want Apex to be cool and be Apex. I feel yeah. like we are in a culture that is extremely unfair. And so, mm -hmm. like, yeah. I didn't feel like because I was reading this stuff during the week and I was trying to catch up with, like, why people were so upset. And then mm -hmm. you kind of see the loot box stuff and you're like, OK, I get it. But like, you know, this game is free and, you know, they're, they're trying to pay the bills somehow. And then I saw, like, where they kind of went back and forth with the name calling. And I was like, it just didn't, especially from Respawn's side, it didn't seem that bad. But maybe I'm just numb to how people talk to each other on the Internet. It's definitely not that bad when you compare it to the things they're dealing with. Like they didn't right. stoop even nearly as bad as some of the other level. But again, like you mentioned before, that's what you expect from the community just because on the internet people are going to be that way because they know they can and there's no repercussions. I know, but if you say I'm going to kill your family and I say yes. you're a freeloader and then somebody apologizes for me calling you a freeloader, feels a little lopsided to me. Right. And, and so I feel like I was glad Number one, I, n I never want anybody to jump into the fray. If somebody's going to like accost me on the internet, it's best not to say anything, right? Mm -hmm. Right. We kind of saw it in sports this last week with uh, the guy from the Browns, and he had said some other person shouldn't have been drafted, and then that guy was like, man, that guy can really throw the ball. I can't wait to watch him play. Talking about Baker Mayfield, you know, kind of like, you know, kind of killing him with kindness kind of thing, which kind of respond yep. and then made Baker Mayfield go and do a longer response. And I think that's always the better way to handle it. Mm -hmm. But that's high like ground, asking everybody to take the high ground. And like, it's just so tough to do that. And so when somebody gets defensive, especially for this thing that they've been pouring their lifeblood into over the last couple, of, we don't even know how long they've been working on it. it. To me, it just didn't feel like that big a deal. And it's just like, it feels like it's Reddit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what happens over there. We know yeah. time and time again, this is what yeah. happens. And yes, maybe the devs shouldn't have come out and said something. But if somebody says something about Jenny, I'm going to get defensive. Of course. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? As you should. And I don't want her to then feel like she's got to come apologize for me. I'm a grown man. And so I understand that, obviously, as being the CEO, Vince has got to say something. And I'm Mm -hmm. glad that he at least put in there, I'll always stand behind the team here at Respawn and support them on speaking out against some of the toxic and nasty comments. I think that's good to have in there because you got to have a, you want your CEO, you want your boss to have your back. Um, and I understand that he's trying to just like, hey, 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 like, go back home. You go back home. You go back home. Whose ball is this? Somebody's whose ball is this? Okay, you take I your really ball. I really liked his home. statement. I think it was really, it was, it was good. I feel like it was really sincere. Like that's, that's exactly what a CEO needs to do. He needs to step up and he needs to be sincere and honest. And that I, I felt that was, that was great. And I, you're, yeah. I, dude, you're absolutely right. It's Reddit for crying out loud. This is exactly what happens on that, on that. I just don't like like, when somebody steps up to somebody, pushes them, then they get punched, and it's the guy who punched gets in trouble. Right. You're like, well, this guy pushed him in the chest and been talking about him for months. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I I just hate that where we are with how sensitive everybody is. It's like, hey, you're a punk. You're a jerk. Hey, whoa, 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 jerk. And you're like, what the? He called me a punk. So I don't know. Some of me is just like, let him handle it, but. The fact that even a lot of the headlines were like, oh, they apologized because uh, Respawn devs were toxic online to the fans. It's like, uh, okay, well, no, wait. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Um, and most people are going to see yes. that headline. They're mm-hmm. not going to read the context and be like, well. Yeah, make up their own decision. Right. And like, even to your point, like, a lo- again, a lot of the stuff is, now granted, the specific name calling and things that some of the devs did, um, it doesn't necessarily need the context. You can read the quote, but like the freeloaders comment in particular, when you read the context of that, it was, it seen it very much seems apparent to me that it was used in a joking manner, not in a legit, but when you just yeah, see an article free. that says like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, when you just hear that term, which has a negative connotation on its own and you don't see the context of it, you can't tell that it was a joke, which, right. and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know exactly how, again, I don't spend a lot of time on Reddit. And so I, I don't go to the apex Reddit. I, I feel like you companies hire these community managers and that's you're supposed to be your spokesperson to the community that deals with community. I don't know why there's like several different devs that are on this thing just being able to freely talk. That seems like a stupid decision to me. Yeah, but I don't think it's a decision that's made. I think these guys have just got pushed to the pushed so much these last couple of months that they just had to say something. Wasn't it under their personal accounts? I I didn't. It, they weren't I don't under think like so. My understanding is that they're all well, they're, well. They may be their personal accounts, but they're all accounts where it'll say like to where you know that they're a dev. It'll say like blah 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 Apex Dev or something. Yeah. Well, like, why would right. you do that and then be like, "Hey guys, by the way, uh, I'm an Apex Dev, and you're a freeloading jerk face." <laughs> blah blah blah. It's like yeah. that makes no sense. Like, yeah. I understand why they would maybe want to push back, but it's like. Go create a random free free account or something that nobody can tie it to who you are and right, then air out right. your dirty laundry. It's like, why would you, as right. a worker for this company, go and badmouth the people that are consuming your product in a way where, you, why, like, I just don't understand. Like, again, I'm not saying they shouldn't have, be able to stand up for themselves and, and, and the desire to want to, like, push back and be able to defend yourself. I understand all that, but it's like, you really should, like, it's going to take, it's going to take you being the bigger person, unfortunately. And when you're the one selling a product, you're always going to lose if you offend the the base. So again, even though I don't think that they're wrong necessarily for defending themselves, 
it's always going to be a lose-lose situation for you if you engage that way. It I, just is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just always think that I never know if it's disturbing the base or disturbing those three people. Right, right. Like, if he, if, if the devs call somebody a name, I'm still signing on to Apex. Like, and I'm the base. I, I understand that, but these days, and especially in this genre, the Battle Royale genre, there's very, has a lot of competition. You are very strongly dependent on the people who are rabid about your game. And a lot of times the people going to Reddit are the people that are rabid about your game. Yep, that's true. And you can't, that's a good point. You, you kill the people that really love your game. The casuals are going to move on. Casuals will flow with the wind. They just go wherever, what piques their interest at this time. You can't. So if you're going to have a community where you're constantly engaging and chatting with and answering questions and all that kind of stuff, you have to assume that those are the people that are the hardcore about your game. And in a game like this, the hardcore is should be the number one, and then you work on the casuals outside from that because they're the ones sticking with your game. And it's again, I I don't I agree. Reddit should not be that way, and the internet in general should not be that way towards these developers. It's it's crazy how people treat developers. It really is. Crazy, but at the same crazy. time, they can't engage back in the exact same way. Any developer, you can't do. It's just you're going to always create this uh, worse situation for yourself if you do that. I think it's a classic case of, I think these devs got, I think the comments just got under their skin yeah. and it's very easy to get on that keyboard and start clapping back. And but I you know what else exactly is easy to create happened. a randomized account that nobody knows who you are. And <laughs> that's then very back. true. It's like, why exactly. would you not do that? But, yeah. at the, that's like the very least thing that you could do. <laughs> that's true. Hey, why don't you be anonymous like the rest of them? And yep, then yeah. Say your piece. I got no problem with Aaron Dirty Laundry. Just do it in a way where it doesn't identify who you are. And then, oh, Vince Zampella just called me a jerk face. You yeah, know, yeah, you can't have yeah, that. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. Good. That's crazy. Mm. <laughs> but I uh, agree. I, times, I don't care what happens on Reddit. I'm still logging in Apex tomorrow or today. <laughs> I, I mean, they'd, they'd have to do something so egregious, but I'm not that kind of yes. guy anyway. Like, yeah. it's not like Walmart got their shoes made in some factory in some third world country. I'm like, oh, for real? Uh, can I get some towels? <laughs> like, I'm just yeah, not the right. guy that's going to be like, I'm never going to Walmart again. And I think the yep. majority of people no, that do that, that boycott. Yeah, don't live up to their boycott anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I've never really done that either. <laughs> so. Yeah. We went out, we went out to eat uh, this weekend and uh, the people we are with made fun of Sarah because she used a straw. And they're like, oh, you're not supposed to use straws in your to-go cups. Don't you know? And <laughs> yeah, I said, exactly. you all got lids. <laughs> right hey. exactly it doesn't make bingo sense. it's just because we like to pick on straws all of a sudden and by the way when i was in la everybody gave paper straws and paper straws suck paper and yeah. water don't go oh, together if you don't drink that thing real fast then don't try to even worry about a refill it's paper <laughs> it's awful it's anyway. awful it's un-american there's a reason why when you spill water on your book you get mad <laughs> yeah that's right you're wishing it was made out of plastic at that point. <laughs> You're like, dang, where can I buy a plastic book at? All this water <laughs> I keep spilling. Um, well, one of the biggest weeks in gaming is going on right now. Gamescom yeah. is is on and popping over in Cologne, Germany. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, what was it? <laughs> don't worry about it. You'll hear it back on the podcast. <laughs> <Yep. Okay. laughs> um, I thought she's like verped for a second. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what happened? You all right? There's Gabe reading again. <laughs> yep. Exactly. How's that comma? Exactly right. <laughs> There's a comma in that, right? And uh, I've got to say, and I'm probably going to say this on Twitter like a couple weeks from now. Mm. I really, 
and we've talked about it. I'm not the only one. I think all four of us really appreciate Jeff Keighley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that yeah. Joker is a beast. And so they did um, opening night live, which I think is the first time they've done that at, at a Gamescom. You uh-huh. know, it was kind of like a, a mini press conference uh, that covered, you know, a bunch of different games and, and showing what was on the floor and, and all that. And he teamed up with IGN and, and, and they uh, pulled off a thing, which I thought was he's just so good. And, and I think that people underestimate how good you have to be to be the guy that's got the team as well as being the face. We yeah. see it happen a lot, so I think we take it for granted, but standing on stage and delivering something takes a special talent, and then pulling off an event takes a certain talent. Yeah. And he does both. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so uh, have you guys had anything that piqued your interest that has come out of Gamescom? I know, obviously, Erica was something they talked about. They brought the little girl out, or the the lady out that does the that plays the main character. So I say, I say girl, cause she's so little. Like when she's standing mm. on stage, she's like at Jeff and them's elbow is what it feels like, or at their shoulder. <laughs> um, uh, but wait, have you guys seen anything that piqued your interest at all, Ed? You know, uh, for the most part, there hasn't been a ton that jumped out at me, but I don't think I remembered that Blair Witch was going to be yeah. on Game Pass. Yeah. And I am so Ooh. excited about that. <laughs> I'm excited to watch you play it. Isn't, isn't uh, that game uh, a Microsoft exclusive? I, I didn't realize it was. Um, so, oh. yeah, when they announced it was going to be on Game Pass the, at the end of this month, Oh, yeah. So excited nah, for that. Be Game Pass, boy, is every, my, every Xbox game that comes out, like even the ones I'm not going to play, I'm excited that are coming. Yeah. Because I'm like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, Game Pass. Mm hmm. Chris, has anything jumped out to you? Well, we'll get to you last because we know we know what jumped out to you. Well, I don't want to talk okay. about it. Tim, have you seen, have, <laughs> I've got to prep for that. Yeah, exactly. Tim, have you seen anything in this la- in in the news that jumped out? Anything? Didn't even know it was happening. This <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Had no clue. I'll be honest, I didn't either. Oh yeah, really? Gosh, part two. And, and yep. until I started seeing my Twitter stream just like blow up and I'm like, why is the game award streaming on Twitch right now? Like, oh Had no okay. clue. Yeah, yeah I, no not a, like, I knew it was coming, but I didn't realize it was when it was happening. So when the year that we went to all together, went to E3, they estimated that 72,000 people were making their way through Staples. I mean, through the convention center there in L.A. We mm-hmm. felt like, "Woo, this is a lot of people mm-hmm. <laughs> and all that. The lines were long. They estimate that at Gamescom this year, they're going to house 500 thousand people whoa mm-hmm. last year was yeah. 300 something thousand i think 375 or something like that whoa that's an insane amount of people so mm-hmm. that's right. the new e3 right that's it's official that's- well no but i mean it they've had granted i think this is the biggest crowd they've ever had but it's always gamescom has always been open to the public so it's always been like uh, yeah, it's always hundreds of thousands or so people yes so not to say that it's not still getting even bigger and that still is an, a crazy number of people but Half it's a million always been is a bigger bunch. than E3 in terms of attendance. It's always That's right. Been. That's insane. That's right. Because, yeah, for E3 has always been industry only, quote unquote. Uh-huh. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so Gamescom is going on. This has been, it's always a week. So, you know, with PSX now in the mix, E3, obviously, Paris Games Week really stepped it up. I forget if it was last year or the year mm-hmm. before. Um, and then I, the only one I don't really ever usually pay attention to that's kind of of note is the Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. I don't usually oh, ever right. watch that one, but um, excited for uh, just games. I've been trying to like YouTube videos of people doing 
off-screen things yeah. for Final Fantasy VII just to see if it, I can find anything, just because I want to <laughs> see what people are thinking about it. Yep. And stuff like that. Uh, one of the things that um, jumped out to me, there was a game called uh, Disintegration. Yeah. That looked really, really cool. That's the one from the guy that uh, from Halo? Yes. Yeah. And you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. right oh, when really? it starts up, you're like, is this Halo? Oh, mm-hmm. no. Oh, um, no, it's Destiny. Nice. Oh, is no, it, it's, it's is neither. Is it a Microsoft game, or is he like an independent person now, and he's, he's making independent a multiplayer? Now. Independent. It's called Private Division, I think is the, the name of their thing. And it's got a, it's Private Division and somebody else. Shoot. I don't remember. What's the it. name of the game? Uh, Disintegrate. Disintegration? Is that what it is, Ed? I think so. D-I-S-I-N-T-E-G-R-A-T-I-O-N. Disintegration. I can't read, so. Okay. Yeah, yeah, take it for it. It's all right. But it definitely has very much the bungee feels. Yeah, it does. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. you're still going to use Master Chief? Just with laser eyes? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt like. I was like, oh, that's a Guardian from Destiny. <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not. Never mind. Um, I'm like, that, that thing looks just like a racer, the thing he's riding on. Anyway, it's kind of like this. I couldn't figure it out because the way he explained it was you play one main character, but then when they showed the gameplay, it feels mm-hmm. like you're running around with a team. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, still a lot of questions out there, but that looked really, uh, really cool. There were some things that kind of came back that p- people were a little, really excited about. Little Nightmares 2. Right. Um, oh, yeah, I did see that. Mm-hmm. I heard about it. Comanche, um, which was last seen in 2001, is coming back um, from THQ Nordic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and so I was just, I, I just, I love that style of press conference where it's just like game, 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 interview, game, game, interview, game, 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 interview. And they did some, you know, some, um, you know, first looks at things and stuff like that. And then Christopher. Yeah. So the only thing that I did see, and it's just cause I Googled the clip, um, was there was a small little gameplay demo of uh, Death Stranding mm-hmm. that small really did not give us any other information. What, well, the <laughs> maybe in that clip, but he showed like three or four clips that really explain like the baby and right. explain. Oh, did he? Know, I didn't yeah. see, like literally I, I heard that he what I knew he was going to be there because he had announced it before. He was up there for so like 10 I, minutes. I, oh, like I Googled 10, just like, what's the Death Stranding stuff? And it gave the clip of when it was the gameplay, and that's all that I saw. So well, I can't thought that Google was it. that. What's the Death Stranding? Um, oh, Chris, <laughs> I wish you would have seen it. It's like Kojima comes out, obviously with an interpreter, and spends a good little time out there explaining certain things. He They they do break down gameplay and the fact that, uh, the, you know, just to get a look at it. But then they do show some quick, like some... Um, uh, clips from the game where it's just the talking between Sam and another character. Mm-hmm. And so they explain like the, they call it BBs, right? Ed, did you pick up on that? They're not called babies. Yeah. They're, I, I couldn't tell the if that babies, was just they're the, called bridge babies. So I'm sure at times they call them BBs for short. Right. Oh, okay. Bridge babies. Okay. Yeah. So they're calling them BBs uh, for the majority of the time that uh, Kojima's up there. And so they, you know, they show the first thing where you first get that first one that Sam's got and it really explains why you have it, how mm-hmm. it's in, why it's in the thing oh. and, and all yeah. this stuff and kind of back and forth between this world and the other world. And then they show one girl who has a baby that like was born on the other side. So she's kind of like holding an invisible thing and it was really weird and really Kojima. Um, <laughs> right. 
and and the stuff like that. So you're definitely like this is this is definitely strange. And I'm trying to parse myself down to so we could guess at what this is or we could take it for face value, right? Right. Face value says you're Sam and you're a delivery guy. Yeah. And I think that that's the basis. But because it's Kojima, there's all this other stuff that you're like, yeah, but what is this? What is that? And so you're you're he kind of broke down the wall. I felt like, Ed, tell me if I'm right between like the two sides, mm-hmm. at least you got a, a better look at that. Did you feel like that? Yeah, I think I, I mean, I mean, all, all I remember, not all I remember, but the, the thing that stood out to me is the most kind of like when uh, Red Dead came out and people were like, oh, there's this detail about the horse that they even did. It's like, why are you focusing on that? <laughs> and with <laughs> this, it's like, yeah. hey, you can pee. It's yeah, like, yeah. What? Mm. Uh, it's because okay. he said it. It's because he said there was like a urination. What do you call it? I don't remember what exactly what he called it, but like a, 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 a urinate mechanic. Yeah, and you're like, nice. Okay, <laughs> great. Why even say that? Right. That's that, not going to be that the headline. Thing, that part in particular, like that's a Kojima thing. Like that's that every one Kojima. of his games, not every one of his games, but a lot of his games, they'll come out with a mechanic that just it's a thing that can happen in the game. You're just like, oh, that's like Kojima being silly, and that's a weird silly. Co- like when I saw that, I was like, of course that's in the game. That yes. makes, <laughs> that's a, that made total sense to me. And, and the main point, again, because when I Googled it, all that kept coming up were clips of the gameplay demo. So I thought that's really all that you ever saw from the game part. So that's the only thing I had seen up until this point. But when I saw that, I, it was very obvious to me that outside of just showing that one little mechanic, so to speak, that the main part of the gameplay reveal was just to show that, oh, Jeff Keighley's got a, a cameo to some extent in the game. That's really all that I took it as. Mm, like, yes. As the person, look, I'm going to play the game. I already have it pre-ordered. and But I don't, I don't know what this game is. I have no idea what to expect. I'm not expecting, nor have I expected for a long time, it to be some semblance of a Metal Gear-ish. I, I don't expect that at all. I really don't know what this game is, what it's going to be, what exactly you're doing, what the point of the game is. I have no clue at this point. Are you wanting to have no clue? No, I mean, I'd rather know. In fact, just this morning, Kojima made a tweet and he said, there's one exclusive trailer for Death Stranding, Death Stranding called Briefing showing uh, at the Sony PlayStation booth. It explains what the pl- what Sam, in quotes the player, will be doing in the game, and I think you'll understand more concrete purpose of the game. I want to see this because I don't yeah. know what it is. Now, again, that doesn't quell to any real extent my excitement, but at the same time, like I don't, I don't go into this game with any kind of notion in my head or, or that like, oh, I'm going to love this game to death. I may end up hating this game. I really have no idea. I'm just excited because it's from Kojima and I've liked the vast sure. majority of the stuff in the past that he's made. I haven't played everything that he, he's made in the past, but mm-hmm. since most of what he's made has been Metal Gear stuff, I've played most of that stuff. So I, I don't know. This game could be a total dud for me, but at this point it's like, man, it's around the corner and I still don't, I see a lot of cool stuff like in these trailers and in some of these gameplay demos. But it's like, I still want to know, like, what am I doing? And I mean, it's clear now that there's, to some extent, I'm going to be delivering packages, which is fine. But like, so is it really just like a survival game with some weird, brief, horror-ish kind of action-y stuff in between? Because if that's the case, like, I'm not much of a survival game guy. Like, that's not going to really do it for me. Yeah. But I just, I, I have this sense that 
All we're seeing is all these little bitty things. And that when you get the actual game, that's when you're going to, things are going to open up and you're going to see other cool stuff. Now that's not to say you may have to go through a bunch of really slow survival stuff before it finally opens up to something. I could see that being the case, Yeah. but I have, I have no idea what the game is, what I'm going to be doing. And I don't know if I'm going to like it or not like it. I really yeah. am not going to know, I guess, until it hits. Yep. Yeah. At so. this point, I, and, and when they started talking about kind of like the details, I tuned out intentionally because at this point I kind of want to find out on my own while I play the game. Um, there you go. Because it's been such a mysterious uh, lead up to it. I kind of, mm-hmm. not, at this point I'm like, all right then I want to remain in that fog of mystery and let it unfold. And I don't know, I have no idea what to expect, but at this point I'm like, you know what? I want to keep it like that and, and find out what happens. Yeah. Like for me that, so I, I don't, I'm not as trying to be as in the dark as some people do about certain things, like definitely mm-hmm. story elements. I, I don't want things yeah. like that spoiled, but that's right. Right. To me, like when the couple of years ago, when we had that E3 where they showed gameplay of God of War, like I walked away from that demo. I knew what it was. I didn't know the story beats, but I knew what it right, was, right. where it was, what to expect action wise, what I'd be doing in the game. I was sold hooked on ready to go to this point. If this game did not have Kojima's name tied to it, I would not have pre-ordered this game. Right. Because I yeah. don't know right. enough. I don't know what I'm getting into. And most of the time when I don't know, I wait and I see. I, I maybe just continue to pay attention, but I just wait and I see. It, I literally have only bought this game because it's tied to Kojima. And I still don't really know what it is. And now, because that's a bit the way that he does things, he's always marketing things weird. He always like keeps a lot of stuff in the dark. He always throws these weird twists at yeah. you. I, I'm I'm fine with that. But it's just like, people keep asking me like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, it's more stuff that I don't really get. And I don't know. I don't have any answers for you. I just, I want to, I'm ready for the game to get here and find out what it is. And I would kill for like a gameplay demo that's, you know, three minutes that shows me any given moment, you're probably going to be doing one of these three things. And that's what I want. I want to know, like, is action going to be like every 20 minutes? Oh, I get in a little bit of a fist fight with these guys and that's it. Like, I I want more action than that. I don't just Mm -hmm. want a quote unquote walking simulator. That's fine to some respect. But if that's going to be 90% of the game is walking from point A to point B in solitude, that's not going to do it for me, I don't think. Right. Right. So, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. I don't know. We'll just have to see. It's not going to do it for a lot of people. I got news for you. Yeah. The thing that I did think was cool, though, you know, obviously Jeff being in the game is mm-hmm. really dope, especially for Jeff. Yeah. Um, not voiced by Jeff, but just his face. No. He, yeah. He, he yeah. His likeness that. makes yep. a cameo. Yep. Yep. And he and Kojima said there's going to be a lot of cameos in there. And so I'm excited to see who all... Uh, mm-hmm. gets fit in there and you know I'm I'm with you like I want to do it just because the hype is real but at the same time you're like yeah huh alright and you're it, it's what you're saying if it didn't say Kojima mm-hmm. I'd be like that game looks stupid probably you know it, <laughs> so, it looks, somebody somebody it had good. made a somebody had made a comment on Twitter um, you know because this generation Xbox has had a lot of misses unfortunately mm-hmm. for them Sure. But this person was was saying, and I don't know if they're like a big Xbox person or what, but they're like, you all know that right now, if this game was being shown for Xbox, so many people would be giving it a hard time for not being oh, another yeah. lame looking exclusive. And I, I saw that. And I was like, you know what? That's probably true. Yeah, mm. probably if, is If this true. didn't have Kojima tied to it, and if it, if it was, you know, I just, I would be like, I don't understand this game's not really showing me anything. I'm going to wait and see. That's what yeah. I would say. Outside of the cinematic trailers, the cinematic trailers have been amazing, but like that can only last for so long. I need to see what I'm actually going to be doing in the game. It's cool that you have a awesome, weird, quirky cinematic trailer, but the 
I'm not buying the game for the cinematics. I'm playing buying it for the gameplay, right. and I don't know what that is exactly yet. That's right. That's so, right. It'll definitely I, I, be very interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. To see what happens uh, with old Death Stranding. And I think it's interesting that he's done so much of the use the face but not the voice. Yeah. I think that's really yeah. interesting. But it also speaks to maybe a slight creative genius in the, in the sense of he's like, I've got this face in my head. I just want, I, I have to have that face in the game, even if he doesn't get yeah. the voiceover for that. I always face. just took it as to that those people that he's getting are just too dang busy to sit there and record his astronomically large script that I'm sure he has for all these characters. Oh, sure. Jeff would have made the time to do yeah, the seven I, lines. I agree with you. That's where that breaks down is I feel like Jeff would have been like, okay, boy, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Let me do this. I, yeah, I'll stop whatever I've got going on. Will that take sure. you out of it at all if it's a, a, a face you recognize with a completely different voice? I don't think it will for me. If it's completely different, but I don't think that... I, I think most like of the time it, you won't notice. Even if, it, if it's someone trying to sound like them, that would stand out to me as well because you would be like, that's not Will Smith. You know, <laughs> so it's... Like, where's that line of how different can the voice be? I think for me, it would be an issue if, so, you know, the the main character that you're going to play as Sam is Norman Reedus. If the character you are all the time and constantly seeing had a different voice, I think that would bother me. But because it's um, Del Toro, uh, I forget his actual name. Yeah, Uh, and that other director guy who I didn't even know who the heck he was. Guillermo Del Toro. Just because they're people that I don't, I'm not super familiar with and really know their voice that well anyways, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. And because I'm assuming they have relatively small parts when compared to like Sam. Yeah, I think Guillermo I'll be fine with Toro, it. Not Guillermo, that's yeah, right. Yeah, Guillermo, yeah. Guillermo, and like when yeah. Jeff shows up, yeah, it wasn't until like the second time when he, his image in that trailer gets a little more clear that I realized, oh, that's Jeff Keighley, haha, that's why they did this clip, but it didn't bother me that it wasn't his voice, really. It mm-hmm. wasn't a sticking okay. point for me. Yeah, and I actually didn't even, wasn't listening that close to even notice it wasn't him because oh, cool. you would think that like yeah. when he's talking like this or when mm-hmm. you're in a game, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I didn't know yeah. if it was him just kind of like yeah. being excited sounding. It didn't sound like him, but I didn't automatically be like, oh, that's not Jeff's voice. Because I don't know Jeff right. all like that. Yeah. Um, until he was like, it's my likeness. Obviously, some of some those voice doing it. I was like, oh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> and so, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what he said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, what else you got, Chris? Uh, let me see. <laughs> 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 I couldn't find I accidentally closed my PDF tabs and I was like doggone we couldn't tell exactly <laughs> um, so Halo Infinite is going to be the next Big Daddy Halo game that's coming out it's going to be a coming out and I think holiday 2020 I think it's supposed to be a launch game for the next version of the Xbox Xbox yep. Scarlet whatever the heck it's actual name is going to be but that's what we're calling it now and it turns out that uh, Halo Infinite's creative director Tom Longo I think is how you say his last name Mm-hmm. Uh, he's left the company 343 Industries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so right. this kinds of stuff happens, you know, like for instance, with um, and Naughty Dog, you know, Bruce Straley, mm-hmm. who had a big part in in the, the Uncharted games, and then obviously The Last of Us. Yeah. You know, he had left the company. Yeah. Um, kind of like Annie Hennig. Yeah, Amy yeah. Hennig as well. Yeah, Annie and that Hennig. one was, yep. it was, that, was more, that one's actually a better kind of correlation with this one in particular, because this was like more mid-project. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so that whenever that happens, you have to get kind of like, oh, my gosh, what does yeah. this mean? Because there's contention with a game that's, you know, relatively speaking around the corner. 
And like, it makes you wonder like how far along was it? Was it far along enough to where this really isn't going to impact the story or is this going to totally blow things up and things are going to get really crazy and it's just going to feel like it's all unfinished and we don't really know. If you look at that history with when Amy Hennig left, like obviously that was a, nobody wanted that per se, but the game still was able to come through. And I feel like Uncharted 4 was still a really great game. I really enjoyed it. So I think yeah. there's definitely hope for Halo Infinite. And this may mean nothing, but it's just kind of crazy how he was the creative director and then his role was changed. And then the next week he leaves. So I don't know if this is something that was in the way that was kind of like in the works of happening. If it was something that was like a contentious situation, of course, we'll, we probably aren't going to ever know that unless there's, you know, somebody comes out and speaks about it later on. But yeah, but you could kind of see the writing on the wall. Like, so if you're doing a job mm -hmm. and then you're moved completely off the project, but get to stay with the company mm -hmm. and then the guy quits, mm -hmm. then you're like, OK, more happened than just. Yeah, he right, right, like he yeah. was reassigned off the game. You know yeah. what I mean? And he was like, spent a week like that. I was like, I, well, why am I here then? I'm not, yeah, I don't want right, to work yeah. on this other, I'm out. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I so think I, that you can I, I agree. It does not look good, but it, that does, all I meant to say was that's not necessarily indicative that Halo Infinite is going to be a bad game. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Where, where the, the, in the, the, the instant fear is that like, oh my gosh, having a shakeup this close to a game's, you know, when a game's basically just a year out or a little over a year out, it's like, it, that could be really bad or it could be the game so far along that, look, they can finish it out with the current plan that was in place. And it really yeah. doesn't matter that the head, so to speak, is now out of it or the creative director because everything was already kind of put in place. Because you would also think that this game's pretty far along right, by this right. point. But right. a lot so can change in a year, a year and a half, really. Yeah, it can, a lot can change in a year. Yeah. But then again, a lot could just stay the course and already be planned out and it's just like oh we're just finishing all the animations and, and making sure that everything's all the bugs are squashed the entire last right. year could be that I, I don't know i'm not a developer but well it's kind of like with the amy thing you know as as a writer mm -hmm. you know the script was probably written already probably nothing yeah, more to write true. you know what i mean and so it's like you're saying they might have taken the script and been like thank you <laughs> mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah like i'm leaving it's like oh okay cool you're leaving the script though right okay good okay see you later <laughs> but then like another <laughs> game that had a similar situation is is was destiny like about a year or so out. That's right. The main writers, got, I don't remember if they got fired or if they decided to leave or whatever. And they basically rewrote the whole thing and almost had to start the game. I mean, a lot of the assets were still there, but they had to redo the story and rebuild all that stuff. And I'm hoping that for Halo Infinite's sake, that it's not a situation similar to Bungie. It's maybe a similar situation to the way Uncharted went, where it'll still turn out fine. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, Eduardo. Yes, sir. What you got? Well, over on the YouTube channel, uh, we've got MLB The Show 19, Road to the Show, Parts 1 through 3, and uh, my gameplay of Erica is on there. You can check that out for yourself. And That uh, thing was fast, boy. How nice. long did that take? An hour and 15 minutes? <laughs> uh, it was, I think, an hour 40. There you um, go. Because so, I, I went in thinking, oh, this might be like three hours or so. And nope. then I realized, I think they're wrapping everything up right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It felt like it wrapped up quick. You know what I'm saying? I mean, watching it on the stream, uh, even when it was on mute in the background, I was like, just watching it, I was like, that looks like the end. <laughs> like, yeah. There's a lot of guns coming out. Yeah, it was it was just really weird because you felt like you were in the middle of the investigation and all of a sudden it's like, hey, I'm the murderer. It's like, wait, what? That's <laughs> supposed to be the end of the game. Wait, what? 
It's really weird. Hey, yes. I'm the murderer. <laughs> and that's what I was thinking. That's what I was saying about Hi. the play link thing. Like, I wonder if just the play style before would have made the game longer when you have to communicate with other people instead of just do it by yourself. That's true. That's you know, true. It could turn an hour and 45 minute game into three hours when you're like, oh, what should we do? Oh, no, we should do this. And then I think it was supposed to be like everybody voted and that's how. You know, well, and they've they've got an FMV game like that already, and I wonder if maybe that's not why they didn't if that uh, didn't ch- why they changed course uh, yeah, because there's one question. that's already out like that that they were, maybe they felt it was too similar. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, over on Game Pass, they announced a bunch of new games. Yeah, they did. Uh, available right now: Age of Empires Definitive Edition, Stellaris Console Edition. Uh, Age of Empires is for the PC. And Devil May Cry 5 for the console. You can uh-huh. check those out. Coming out on August 22nd, Ape Out for the PC. Kingdom Come Deliverance for console and PC. August 27th, Bard's Tale 4, Director's Cut for console and PC. And on August 30th, Blair Witch, console and Ooh. PC. No, thank you. Yeah. I'll watch it streaming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gabe's gonna pee his pain. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> At home by myself watching Ed play it. I'm peeing myself. That's a, that's a bad situation. <laughs> Standing in the corner. Mm-hmm. That's right. There I am go. excited about it though, kinda. Yeah, me too. That looks really cool. Any new reviews? Unfortunately, no. Doggone it. Dog got it. And nobody likes us this week. Aw. <laughs> Just kidding. Wah, wah. Um, well, ever thanks, Ed. Yeah. Every week we ask you guys a question. Last week was no different. We asked, uh, what did we ask? Oh, what's your perfect <laughs> yeah, what's your perfect gaming night look like? Is what we asked you. Um, I looked at the Discord one first and I have all this garbly gook before the actual question. Over on Facebook, we got uh Carlos Emmanuel Navarro mm. wearing my most comfortable sweats. The AC at 66 degrees. Wow. Ooh, jeesh. A big tumbler full of ice water. You want ice water in 66 degrees? <laughs> it's frozen. It's the, already the, frozen. <laughs> the occasional glass of whiskey and my crowded clan either crushing guardians in the crucible or tearing through a raid in Destiny 2. There you go. Yeah, you that go. sounds like a cool time (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. that's about how that goes super listener chad fackler probably the best night of gaming is when the wife and i get to sit down and play jackbox with ed sarah the mccrackens Mm. and family and friends during his 24-hour live stream for the kids extra life i Mm. think it took three days to recuperate from being up so late, but it was so much fun. That was a good time. That was fun. Greg Legowski. <laughs> always watching. Oh, always watching. Uh, he, he says more than an hour of uninterrupted time, and we don't have and we don't even have kids. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I hope your wife's not listening. Nick. Huntress. We, we're going to get that right. Yeah. Nowadays, yeah. any night I actually get a game in uh, is a perfect night. If I had to say my ideal night, it would have to be couch co-op with friends. Nothing beats playing a game you love and getting to share it with good company. 
There you go. I know, right? Seriously. Um, over on Twitter, we got Stephen uh, Seabold at something, something, super type, something. Empty <laughs> at su, su, Subatai. Sue Sue Studio? Yeah, yeah. Sue Sue Subatai. Oh, Sue Subatai. Because it's like names that Respawn was calling people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce it first. <laughs> Empty or sleeping house, gaming friends online and ready to go. Ample supply of Doritos and or tortilla chips plus salsa would be a bonus. Jeez. Mm. You know, it's, I've noticed that lately, like when you're playing Apex, when do you eat? There's no time to eat, man. I'm 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 tense the whole mm. time. Mm. Ian Corey Drake at iDrake76, a group of friends, steaks on the grill, and some D&D or a large-scale board game. Ooh, that sounds nice. That does sound fun. Shoot, that sounds like our E3 times. We were all sitting really? around that table mm-hmm. playing Secret <laughs> Hitler and Gil's trying mm. to talk us out of him being Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Doc, you Hitler. He's another one that's got a guilty face along with Ed. You're like, nah, man, you're definitely Hitler. No, I'm not. I'm like, why are you so defensive? I'm not defensive. Why are you smiling? I just like smiling. Come smiling to find is my out he's just, yeah, he just ran the, the power company in town. <laughs> Fluxel, it used to be my wife and I plus a PS1 and two controllers playing the next Tetris. These days, it's my daughter and I and four friends playing Overwatch together online. For the record, the next Tetris was the best version of Tetris ever made. Mm. Mm. The. You hear, mm. um, I think it's Ohio State is trying to trademark the at the front of their name. The I Ohio saw, State. I saw that. What? Ridiculous. I know. Nathan what? Dugas, one of two scenarios. One. About the stupidest idea I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> trademark, trademark Chris McCracken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Chris. Hmm. Uh, Nathan Dugas, one of two scenarios. One, playing Destiny 2 with clan mates, laughing and doing co-op activities together while the kids and wife are in another room doing their own things. Two, playing any solo game while listening to podcasts slash YouTube videos in the background. Pair either of those with some strong black coffee or an energy drink, and I'm a happy man. Extra points if it's a cold winter night with the room lit by Christmas lights and the kids asleep in bed. Hmm. Oh, I like that little ad of the Christmas lights. I know, right? The details. I yeah, really painted the picture. Good job, Nathan Dugas. Lucas Ham Sandwich. Variety is the spice of life. So, an afternoon of Lego gaming with my kids, then a little bit of Angry Birds with my wife after the little ones go to bed, then after she goes to bed, some late night gaming with the community or some single player experience and story. There you go. I like that. Wor- working it all the way through there. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Um, we uh, thank you guys so much for all the questions or all the answers to our question. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. You know where to find us. Facebook.com slash married to the games. Twitter.com slash MTTG cast. Of course, like Ed said, YouTube.com slash married to the games. You can cut a married to the games.com where we have all the podcast episodes and you can count them up and make sure that I got it right about Chris and Ed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good stat there, man. I got some stuff wrong in the past. Um, On Patreon, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash MTTG. 
and on extra life, extra dash life dot org slash team slash MTTG. Come get your fundraise on. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, Eduardo. Uh, rate us on iTunes <laughs> and leave a comment. And uh, Gabe will try to pretend like Amara didn't just walk in behind him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thank you. She's like, well what's taking your podcast so long? I'm like, get back in the house. <laughs> oh, Sadie, you're staying here? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you want okay. breakfast? <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, let's get into some questions. Discord Beefmaster Zarda. Uh-oh. Along the lines of Demolition Man's fast food wars, there is a brawl between the annual sports games for supremacy. Supremacy. What game Let's is see. the first to die and who survives? And he put a few uh, WWE, FIFA, NBA 2K, MLB, Madden, NHL. Uh, you can have the UFC games. Yep. I don't like them. Yeah. Bye. Uh, I think that... Mm, Ah, man. I say we keep FIFA. Ooh, okay. Chris? Uh, I'm, I'm kind of the same. Um, I also, I'm, I've, I understand a lot of people really love them, but I've never gotten into the WWE games either. I haven't played yeah. a wrestling games since NES. Yeah, but they were fun back then. Yeah, they were definitely fun back then, but I, just, I have no interest. Me either. Edward? Uh, just to be different, I'll get rid of uh, FIFA and I'll keep uh, mm. MLB. Really? Go. Half of Europe is crying now. And <laughs> well, they still Europe. have Pez or whatever the heck they're calling it now. Yeah, PES. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about I you there, true. Tim? Like the, like the candy. Um, I, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I agree. WWE will probably be the first to die. Uh, survives uh, NHL. Oh, nice. there, there you go. go. I mean, eh. Section 303, baby. Yep, yep, exactly. We'll see. Uh, Hollywood Bones, along the lines of whatever Beefmaster said, if you could only... <laughs> I love that. I know, right? If you, could only, if you could only eat fast food for the rest of your lives, which one of you would be the first to die and who survives? <laughs> oh. I'd be the first to die because I got a head start on everybody. <laughs> and then Ed would be the last to die, probably. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. Anybody I agree disagree? with that whole statement. I, I don't know. I think I think uh, I think McCracken's outliving all of us. Mm. You think so? I think so. Mm, maybe is the sun out? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> true. I will melt. He, he would on a cloudy day. <laughs> on, on a cloudy day, Chris. On a sunny day, Ed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's awesome. Uh, at uh, the Winter Gamer, if you could send your co-hosts anywhere for a week. Where would you send them and why? Well, now we got to really think about this just in case Ed does it. Um, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> hmm. Shoot, I got to put more thought into this. I'm going to send McCracken to uh, New Zealand okay. because mm. I think he said he hasn't really traveled outside the country. Yep. And that's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's someplace I would like to go one day. Yep. I'm going to send Tim to Germany during Gamescom, so he knows it's going on. Thank you. Yes, yes. Thank you. (laughs) And he'll look like he belongs. (laughs) Dankeschön. (laughs) 
Ed, I'm going to send Ed to Hawaii Ooh, because oh, I think that, was that him and uh, Sarah could make some amazing videos out there. Oh, thank uh, you. For, she, she'd probably be working out on the beach someplace. Ed would be streaming yeah, from would. Hawaii. And exactly. I think it would be, be good. With his Hawaiian everyone. shirt on? It's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Like he can go to Tommy Bahamas and get a whole new fit. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what say you, Chris? Uh, I'm sending Gabe to Japan. Yes, oh, thank darn, you. You, you love me. Ah, dang it. Darn, that was mine. Hey, all of you guys can say, hey, I'm going to start a GoFundMe. You guys <laughs> okay. can all get, give towards it. Um, Ed... Let's see. I was thinking something beach related too, but I don't want to say Hawaii. So, um, you know what? Just because I think it'd be cool videos there, I, I would want to send them to, uh, well, shoot, no. Doggone it. Now I can't get anything but beach out of my head, which is what I had first. And Gabe, you jumped in there. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to, I'll just say Bahamas. So right, it's, yeah. it's nice. slightly different. You can nice. send them on an Alaskan cruise so that she can be doing some workouts with a bunch of glaciers and whatnot behind her. Oh, well, nice. I don't know if they're big fans of the cold, so that's the only reason I wouldn't, you know, I don't want, I want to send them, so, I learned my lesson, I don't want to give Ed something that uh, he's not going to like, I want to set him up for success here. They've lived in Pennsylvania and Indiana, I think they're fine with the cold. I know, yeah, but they yeah, might be good. over the cold and ready to go to someplace warm. That's true. So that's what I'm saying, they may have been yeah. like, I'm done with this cold stuff. That's a good point. So, yep. and good then uh, Tim, Tim, because I feel like you had such a great time, I'm sending you back to London. I don't think you had Thank enough you. time. Thank you. Oh, mm. I, yes, I would love that. Thank you. Kidless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However yeah. you prefer. <laughs> no, no, I'll take, I'll take Piper back. She was good. All right. All right. I'm going, I'm going Gabe to Tokyo. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going Chris to Ireland. Yeah. Ooh. That was my. Um, Oh, and uh, Ed, I'm taking you to Costa Rica because what? you got some beach and you can go, uh, go uh explore some of the coffee uh, farms that are over oh, there. Yeah. oh yeah that's a good go. that's a good idea. good job tim yeah i like yeah, that man come on come on edward nice yeah chris i'm sending to ireland um just uh just for for uh for as long as he wants that's an open-ended ticket there nice so, oh i like that yourself. i like that um gabe i'm sending you to france Oh so really? You can, take, you can take Jenny there to uh, to Paris, and you guys can Aww. go to can Paris Games Week. Go to Paris Games Week. Yeah. yeah, that's what I told her. I said, I said the one way you're gonna get me to Paris is if we go during Paris Games Week. We'll do everything you want to do, and just let me go one night. She was Ooh, like, "There you go. All right, I like it." Je m'appelle Gabriel Patillo. There you go. I like it. And uh, Tim, you and Lauren just got yourself a round trip uh, ticket to Italy. Oh, Ooh. thanks, man. Enjoy going that. back. That would be awesome. There I would you love go. That. More history. That was a, that's right. That was an awesome question. Thank you. Uh, Nathan Dugas, what is the hardest bit of self-control you've ever had to exercise? I've recently decided to stop buying games for the rest of the year, with the one exception being my already pre-purchased Destiny 2 expansion and Season Pass, hmm. and intend to limit my game purchases to five games next year. This is both for the sake of my wallet, wallet and my backlog, but I know it's going to be rough. <laughs> yeah. Hard, hardest bit of self-control. Um, I did a thing where I was, I uh, just drank water mm. for a while. Oh, there you go. And because uh, it's good for you, it flushes out your system, get all that junk yep. out of there. And that's just, I love tea and uh. I love coffee and I love juice. And um, I didn't do any of those. And so I'm not a huge soda guy. Like I will definitely down a soda, but I'm not like, ooh, I really want a Coke. But I love mm. like, unsweet tea and i love coffee 
and I wasn't having those. And that was tough, mm. man, especially on the road when it's just plentiful. He likes coffee and unsweet tea. Mm-mm. That's right. Chris? <laughs> uh, so I did for a, a pretty good while. I stopped drinking coffee because there, there for a while I, I was just drinking way too much of it. Like it was, mm. it was a problem. So I stopped drinking coffee for a really, really long time. Uh, and then I slowly started integrating it again and just, I have it more, a bit more in moderation now. Like I'm maybe a cup, possibly two a day, whereas I was doing like four or five <laughs> there for a while. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also going to be doing the game thing, but more out of necessity. So mm-hmm. sticking with those old free to plays and stuff I've already paid for. Yeah, I know. We need to get you games pass probably. I know, right? Yeah. That's money well spent. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, what about you, Tim? Oh, man, mine is so superficial, but I love eggs and bacon and breakfast in the morning. Yep. And I would have that all the time. And I went to the doctors and my cholesterol is a little high. Oh, yeah. So I pretty much have <laughs> to, I have That's to cut That's why you don't go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And man, he tells me stuff that I don't want to hear. Yeah, exactly. And I got to change my way. Oh, come on. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I miss it. I will do it every once in a while, but uh, it's egg beaters for me now. But there you go, ah, man. It, yeah, it'd be hard if it was put in, in front of me. I'd be all over it. Mm. Edward. Uh, anytime I'm with dad and he says anything politically, I, oh, do not, oh, I just yeah. kind of sit there and picture bluebirds and fields. Nice. Yes. Not in smile. As, as your not tongue's smile. bleeding in your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I am so with you on that. And I, yeah, I, can't I agree. Politics. Oh, gross. Yes. Amen. Gross. Uh, Facebook, Travis Pospisil. Have you ever been stuck in an elevator? No, but some of my buddies have. Uh, they went into an elevator, like eight grown men, and somebody started singing, like, I don't remember, like, you know, maybe a Usher song or something, and everybody started dancing, and they triggered their earthquake thing. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. And I think they were in there for four hours. Oh, that's Oof. right. That's not hilarious. Um, and they like, <laughs> and so this is the hilarious part. They finally got it working, you know, hours and hours later. None of them had their shirts on because they were just sweating and it was nasty <laughs> in there. And they don't like just open the fire department couldn't just open it up because they were between floors and couldn't get out in between the floors. And so it just like went back to operation mode and it went up to the top floor and opened. And there's like four ladies standing there. <laughs> Yeah, and like these eight oh, yes. sweaty shirtless men walked out like, oh, thank God! And they were like, oh my, what just happened? And then those poor ladies had to go in the elevator where eight sweaty men had just been, and um, and smell that all the way back down to the first floor. That's totally awesome. Jeez. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. But I've never been stuck in an elevator. No. What a great story, yeah. uh, Chris. I love it. I've never been stuck in an elevator. Ed. Yes, I was stuck in an elevator in college in the library. Oh, wow. And it Ooh. was during Christmas time, and they had a Christmas choir performing in the library so no one could hear us pushing the emergency buzzer. <laughs> no way. <laughs> oh, no. So How we long had, were you in there? What was that? How long? Um, maybe 15 minutes. Oh, okay, okay. So, so not yeah, crazy. Oh, that's too not bad. bad. Yeah. My shirt was still on at the end of it. I was going right. to say, was it still on? But I was about to say, there's, there's always that time where you don't know if like when fear is about to set in. 
Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like 15 is minutes true. is like right there where it's like, okay, it was only 15 minutes. But if it had been 30 at 29, you're like, oh, snap, we're going to be in here for forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. Yep. Tim? Uh, no, I have not been stuck in an elevator. There you go. So there it is. Uh, Austin Phillips, I've been married for two months now. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. I hear a lot of gaming related questions on this podcast, but let's talk about the other half. What is your best marriage advice to a newly wedded man who loves his wife and gaming? Um, okay. So this is, this is just life in general, but I think it works in marriage. You've heard it your whole life. Mm-hmm. You have two ears for a reason and one mouth. Mm-hmm. And I would say, listen, listen, communicate, listen, listen, communicate only because like, even when it comes to the gaming thing, like, yes, maybe it might be a thing. Like my wife doesn't, you know, play games all like that. But I think like just taking it slow, doing it when you can fit it in there instead Mm -hmm. of being like, baby, I'm gonna be outside for four hours. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you just gotta, you know, so the listening part is just a marriage, but then, you know, just, you know, be cool about the gaming thing. Don't, don't put it before Mm -hmm. your wife. Yeah. Ed, yeah, uh, I definitely agree with that, Gabe. And and if if she's not into gaming, then I would definitely uh, find something that she's interested in. And uh-huh. if you if it's something where she doesn't like gaming, if it's something that you're not into, still encourage her to do it and to find some time to to take some time to do what she likes to do. That's and, right. And and, and uh, find something that she's passionate about. And if you can't partake, at least encourage her to partake. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's good. Yep. I like that. Hobbies are important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris? Um, just compromise. And everybody yes. thinks they can compromise well until you've really got to compromise. Yeah, and baby. you just have to practice it. Because if, if you're anything like a lot of people, and, and I kind of was this way too, like most of my life was me taking care of me, myself, and I. And then now all of a sudden it's it's not a me, myself, and I. It's a you and her and together you shall be. Yeah. It's us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, it, it requires a little bit of change to you have to work if you've not done it all your life to really think about putting that other person first and kind of thinking like, well, I would like to go do this. I have two hours. I would like to go play a game. But wait a minute. Maybe your wife needs help with a thing or would appreciate you handling mm-hmm. that X, Y, Z or would like to go do a thing right. together. That's it's right. like you can always make time later on at night or in the morning for the things that you want to do that maybe she has no interest in. That's right. Um, yeah. Just making sure that keeping that one solid, because as long as mom is happy, then, you know, everything else is going to fall into place. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yep. What everybody else has said is is perfect. And uh, it, the only thing I would add to that is, you know, if there's a if she is a gamer, that's great. You guys can can do that together. If she's not, you know, use that the time that she's either away or asleep. Like I always game when my family is not up because I don't want to be gaming while my family's up because I'd rather be engaging with the family or we've got things to do and all that good stuff. So I typically, you know, I find the time for me that doesn't involve any of the rest of the family because they're all doing their thing. And if she's got a hobby, great. Encourage that as well. So Mm -hmm. yeah, everybody, everybody said everything perfect. And that's what we've done with this podcast. You know, we've been able to do it every week because we kind of keep it out of the way of real life. I don't think we've ever had, which we should do sometime, uh, like a one o'clock in the afternoon podcast recording. Uh, Episode (laughs) one, though, was I think at three or something like that. Was it really? 
Wow. Yeah. And then you had to the redo third it time. Anyways, right? Yeah, exactly. no, yeah, the third time, time was yeah. like in the middle of the day, I think. That was weird. And so, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's always, yeah. you know, yeah, keep it out of the way. Yep. All right. Final question Twitter at Chad Fackler. So, Tony Stark and Bruce Wayne are both throwing a house party on the same night. You got invited to both. Which one do you go to and why? Ooh. Mm. I'm going to Tony's like, party. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he's not secretive. Bruce, you're not going to see anything. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah, be like, true, do but- you have like a bat cave? He'd be like, what? <laughs> He'd be like, nothing. Never mind. Yeah, Tony's party for sure. You always got to feel weird because his parents aren't around. And you're like, I'm sorry, Bruce. I feel like you're, you're always apologizing <laughs> exactly. to him. Exactly. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But if you go to Tony's party, there's no way it's not getting blown up. That might no, be true, true. You will be, get attacked. The bad guys yes. know where he lives. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I would just think. But you'll t- have fun. Yeah, I think Tony would let you play with the toys, though. Well, Bruce, I don't think, has any toys outside the Batcave. He seems that very, very boring true. outside the Batcave. Yeah, when you just look at just Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne seems boring. Yeah, he oh, is. Mm-hmm. And because he's boring. hiding his, you know, it's a secret identity. And so he, you don't know he's yep. Batman. But Tony, he's like, it's all out on the table, baby. We just having fun. Right. Yeah. Yep. You want to try the suit on? And be like, yep. yep. That would, oh, that would be amazing. Yes. There's yes, 12 please. of them. Find one that fits. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah. That's you, right. you got a plus size suit? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try that. That one. is it for all the questions. Thank you, everyone. You got a festively plump suit? <laughs> yeah. The, the nanotech suits, Fest- they, they like morph to whatever size you are. Plump. <laughs> uh, oh. I'm going to need a War Machine XL. can i get a war machine xl please oh my gosh um this happens all the time this question of the week falls almost in line with that one in in a way question of the week for you guys is which superhero do you think they deserves their own standalone video game that's part one part two is in what um i don't know the right word for this but like in what way do you think the game should be so in the sense of like, should it be like a God of War type game? Or do you think mm. it should be a Call of Duty type game? Or something along those lines. I don't know the right word right now because it's early in the morning. But what superhero deserves <laughs> their own standalone game? And what kind of game should it be? Mm. Edward? Mm. Wow. I'm trying to think of one that doesn't have one that I actually most don't interested in. Um, their own standalone video game yeah and then what and, and then in what in what vein wow uh i'm gonna go the wonder twins and it should just be oh nothing but really them fighting each other <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> like, a, like injustice it's, wonder twins yeah, it, wouldn't style. Be like oh, brother, it wouldn't be like brothers wonder twins no, it'd be like more. Yeah, it'd be like injustice, but there are only two characters to choose from. <laughs> Shape of my fist. Oh my Boom. gosh, Chris. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Chris, what say you? Uh, uh, Squirrel Girl, and it'll be an RPG. <laughs> wow. Man. All right, because that's not going to be a game that's going to happen. So I had to figure something. I will reel this in because I've got one Thor God of War style because you could definitely throw that hammer and do all. Thor was in God of War. What's that? Thor was in God of War. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Thor was in God of War. He got his God of War moment. Well, okay. So so, (laughs) uh, I mean, Nolan North 
isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> um, no, I like that. Because I was thinking God of War 2 just because I love that style so much. As yeah, far as like, absolutely. And what I mean by that is not the gods and, and everything and Norse or Greek or whatever, but just like the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yes. wouldn't mind yes. I wouldn't mind having a gritty uh Superman type game where it was like cuz Spider-Man was so great that it's hard uh, for me to like compare cuz mm-hmm. Superman they've just never done a good Superman game to my in my opinion. Yeah. And so while you not take the most popular superhero there is in Superman and give him a great standalone yeah story like game. I like it too. Yeah. That's my answer. Yeah, that's good. Let us know what superhero deserves their own standalone video game and in what vein should it be? And we will talk about it next week. Thank you guys so much for being here. I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. For 181 episodes, that's Ed Placencia. For 181 episodes, that's Chris McCracken. And we (laughs) are married to the games and we are up out this thing. Yeah!